You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with an Iron Empire. Part of All right, welcome back to Iron Empire Radio. And we're together once again here in Boca Raton, Florida. PJ, how are you doing? A little sleepy. It's been a long day. We've been doing quite a bit. Very active. For, uh, very active. It's been an active day in Boca Raton. Uh, you'll notice I'm wearing the new Iron Mag Lab shirt, and PJ went with the uh, black one. Old. Old, tra- old school. Tra- traditional, I like to call it. You also might notice if you're watching the video that me and PJ are redder than usual. And it's not because we've been out in the sun. We just tried some of the uh, newer, uh, yes, very red, very red, red, red hue. Oh, hot. I feel the heat actually coming off. From uh, Melanotan, we did some, uh, what, do they, what do we say when we do Melanotan? You're experimenting? Experimenting. We're doing a little experimentation. Research. research, research. Anyway, so you'll notice we're a little bit red, but uh, we are going to South Beach tomorrow, which is pretty exciting. Yes, look at the red. It's weird. You're, I know, look at me. Very red. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> very exciting to go. Uh, my friend is coming down. Um, one of my buddies from back home has some uh, business down here. And he's got some downtime. We're gonna go meet up at South Peach, do a little, do a little breakfast on the beach, perhaps. Nice, a little mimosas. We've been doing a little mimosas on the beach lately. It's our thing. Yeah, that is our thing. It's so very fancy. Um, you want to give your uh, Boca report? Um, how you feel about Boca now that it's been one week here at Boca, and living in my house for one week, basically yes. at this point. Yeah, so far one week in, in Boca, I've done more, I think, positive and fun things than I did in my entire time in California. Wow. Yeah. Pretty and you're living at my house. We we you've only got to see your house a few times. Today we went back, looked at it again, got to do a little you know show Darielle the house. Um, so once you get there, it'll be I imagine it'll be even better. Yeah, I can't wait um, to be in 100%. Still waiting on my furniture and my car. Really can't wait for my car. Um, but we're very very busy. Both of us have a lot of work to do. And we're you know between Arts Muscle and Iron, Iron Mag Labs and Braun Fitness. Both very, very busy. Muscle mag. Yeah. Muscle mag. Uh-huh. Uh, gave for pay. There's just so much going on. you got a lot. Synthalling. Synthalling myself everywhere. Say, you got a lot of injections. It's nonstop. <laughs> so that's for sure. Um, you actually, you know, most people I find that um, when I'm in Houston, or when I've been anywhere pretty much, and we go to like the grocery store or something, you know, people look at you, and it's usually like, they look at me, but then obviously you're much bigger, so they look at you. And I find that most times when bodybuilders... Uh, big bodybuilders around. You don't always get positive reactions, but today was the first time I saw an out-and-out negative reaction without them saying anything. Yes. There was a young girl, probably 18 or 19 or so, and we were at uh, Target buying some stuff uh, for your apart- for your house. Mm-hmm. And um, this little girl came around the corner, saw you, and grimaced in a way that made me think like, almost like she was like just absolutely just disgusted by you. Yeah. And uh, you noticed it also. Yeah, it was funny. That's the first um, time I've ever seen it that. It was a look of just pure disgust. She was like, ugh. Like, ugh. 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 Yes. And she, like, turned around the other way. And then when we started walking back, she kind of glanced back over her shoulder, like, again, like, ugh. Horrible. Yeah. That's, um, that is um, that is a first. I just wanted to bring that up because I, I, I found it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, it happens. It does happen. Have you had that happen to you before yes. in other places? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're one of the people that are you're, not a lot of bodybuilders are always aware of their how they look or the the um, I guess the what kind of vibes they give off and you're one of the more of the people that are more aware mm-hmm. I think I would say um, don't wouldn't you think that's true? oh yeah totally um, I've had that kind of stuff happen plenty of times actually I, I've actually uh, like 
like notice like some hilarious stuff like like people like really like going out of their way to like make me see that they're disgusted with what I look like. When was that? There, there was a time where I was at the beach and it was funny. What was really funny about it was that the two girls were without exaggeration both well over three hundred pounds, uh-huh. and they both did like double takes. Like, when they saw me and the one girl goes disgusting like that and the other girl went ugh, ugh why would you ever want to look like that and in my head I was like hmm why would you ever want to look like that did you ever did you come back and you know say anything or you just no I just away? smiled whenever people do stuff like that I just give them a little smile wave I'm surprised I would think that you would uh, you would take offense to that and come back with something yeah you don't want to perpetuate the stereotype and be like, fuck you, fuck Kick sand on him yeah. like, the, like the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> you little weakling. Maybe if I kick sand on him, they both would have went and lost weight and came yeah. back for me. <laughs> um, so um, I think that we're going to start with our, our little topics before we get to your favorite part of the questions. Yes. I want to start with something that I, people have been commenting on, bo- on the boards and asking me about PJ Braun's relationship status. It's pretty obvious for anybody watching the show and watching Facebook that you are in Florida without Amber. So I'm going to give you, I know you were not, you don't want to go like too deep into it, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to address people wondering what's going on and where is Amber and why is she not here? Um, yeah. Um, uh, we are, uh, separated and, um, separated. Yeah. We're broke up, broke up, separated. sounds like yeah. you're married and you're taking a break for a little while. <laughs> you're going to work things out. Um, you know, uh, I, I love Amber very much and I always will. I think that um, she came into my life at a time where I was like pretty depressed and um, she was like the one thing that was like, you know, really, really making me happy. So I rushed right out to be with her because I wanted to, to have that happiness again. But unfortunately, um, being out there, I think uh, for starters, being in a place that I really just hated it with no, fa- no friends and no family, um, I actually wind up kind of getting like, a, a, like resentment towards her. Because I, I wanted her to move to me, and um, you know, she was really dilly-dallying with it and procrastinating, um, which I found as time went by was just her nature with a lot of things, unfortunately. Um, and uh, I think I started to kind of realize that um, I rushed into it and that we were a lot different people uh, you know, than, than, I, than I wanted us to be. And um, I don't think that, that there's anything bad about that. I, I think that she's a really special girl and that... Uh, She's got a really, really good heart. She was very, very loyal to me, um, and I, I love her. Like I, I, I gotta say, I kind of love her. Like a, like, like my, she's my, my child. To be honest with you, like I, I, I spent a lot of time taking care of her and, and you know, looking after her and you know, helping her out. Um, but I, uh, I think that we were very, very different, and um, you know, because of the the situation, it kind of just, you know, took its toll on us after a while, I guess, so to speak, and. I, I realized that I thought the best thing to do was just, uh, you know, cut ties, you know, tr- and, and come down here and start over. And it was a really hard decision, you know, and, and I, uh, I tossed it around in my head for a while. And I, I talked about it with people that are close to me and I did a lot of soul searching. And, you know, it seemed like, you know, I could bring her here and, and, and hope that everything worked out. And then if it didn't, you know, I, I had taken her far away from her family and, and, and brought her into a situation that maybe would have been bad for her. and. Um, I felt that, you know, I did a lot, you know, I helped her, you know, getting her daughter back and everything. And, um, I felt like I, I left her in a better place than I started. And she's been, when we started, she was in a really tough spot and now I think she's in a much better spot. And at least I can like sleep at night for that. Cause I, I really did try, uh, hard, you know, but sometimes two people, even if they love each other, they just can't, you know, work out the same way. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't mean, I guess that's true. I, you know, I found that it, it hasn't happened to me at least, but I, I can say that I've seen a lot of times where you have two good people that just doesn't necessarily work out. And it doesn't mean that one person is bad or, you know, that one person is even at fault. Sometimes two people just aren't meant to be together. And it's just as simple as that. Yeah, and, and it's tough because, you know, I... I've been with some bad girls over the years. Yeah, I think and, you, uh, you're like me. Other than, you know, well, I don't want to say you're like me. You've maybe been with some that you look back on. You're like, oh, they were pretty good girls. Yeah. For me, I've never been with one that I can look back on and be like, well, you know, I really, you know, I could have made that work. Or maybe it would have been better in the long run. I can't look back at it and say Yeah, that. I mean, you know, um, I, I like I said, I, I'll always love her. And uh, she's a really awesome girl. She's a good, good girl. And, and that's what makes it so hard because we'll never be able to be like, oh, fuck you, I hate you, you right. know, which would make it easier. I wish it could be like that. Um, but, you know, it's like when, when two people are that much different, at first it could be like, cool, like opposites attract. But after a while, it's kind of, I always felt like we, we wouldn't connect the way I wanted to and we had really poor communication. And, you know, I would say something and, and her response, I'd be like shocked by what her response was and vice versa. And, you know, like uh, I'm really, really intense and she's really, really passive. And, you know, it's just it was just a lot of differences. You know, my parents... They, they were like, you know, she's, she's really sweet, but she's much different than you. And a lot of my friends had said it too. And I was like, oh, you know, opposites attract, <laughs> you know. But um, again, like I said, I think that the situation of being out there really, really was a big factor. And, and uh, I, I felt like I kind of was like miserable out there in the place that I was in. And I kind of took it out on her. Like, I'm fucking here for you. And uh, and I'm miserable. But Yeah, um, you definitely probably did. Because I know plenty of times where you were, where you said basically just that to me that, you wouldn't be even out here if it weren't for her nah. and all this stuff. And I, I, I literally you should. You should probably never have moved out there. In retrospect, no. should have waited for her to come to you or, or not done anything at all. Right? Yeah, I agree. I think that if I waited to come for her to come to me, things would have been a lot different. Because people don't know. But if you th- if if you would talk to PJ, if you we would have been doing this show two years ago, PJ would have said that I. He told me I will never move out of Connecticut. I love it here, and I will never move for any reason. And yet. You moved all the way to California and now to Florida, and you know, it's pretty. One of my friends, I was talking to one of my friends on the phone last night, and uh, she had said that she was talking to another one of my friends, and he was like, Where's PJ? And she's like, Oh, he's in Florida now. And and they were like, Who the fuck moves all the way across the country and then all the way back in less than a year, but but doesn't go back to where he started? Yeah. You're like a gypsy. You're a bodybuilding gypsy now. I'm like uh, Columbus. I'm going and discovering things. You're discovering, right. Well, I went uh, on a totally different note. <laughs> I went to the Keys. Um, who found the keys? I forget. There was a dis- an Italian discoverer who found the keys. It was Ponce, Ponce de Leon. Leon. <laughs> it was Ponce. It was Ponce de Leon. He found the keys, and so we went down to uh, we went down there. Me and Darielle. Um, obviously, you know, we I have a pretty decent sized house, but having PJ here, we haven't had as much uh, pregnant, sexy time, and um, still some, but not. I haven't had any jerky time. Really. Yeah, so uh, it kind of it kind of worked out. It was my idea. We were laying in bed, not me and PJ, me and Darielle, <laughs> and uh, and she was like, "Man, I wish we could go away somewhere for the weekend or something." And I said, "You know what? You know, I'm a pretty. I'm actually not just a pretty spontaneous guy. I'm extremely spontaneous. If Darielle wasn't pregnant, she's like, hey, 'Hey, let's go to Spain.' I'd be like, "All right, tomorrow we're going to Spain.' You know, mm-hmm. uh, I have I have no problem doing stuff like that." So she mentioned, I started thinking, "Where could we go?" And I thought, you know, w- w- I've always wanted to go see, go to the Keys. And usually when I go think of going to the Keys, I think of scuba diving, uh, which I love and certified and all that stuff like that. And Darielle, last time we went to Cancun or Cozumel, she loved it too. So, But pregnant girls can't do almost anything. No, in case they can't, you they can't do a lot. They can't do shit. They, they can't do, do shit. You can't do anything. anything they're, not fun? Good, they're not good for that much. No. Yeah, you want to think, think of anything that you can imagine as fun. If you're pregnant, you can't do that. Yeah. Can't do it. 
I mean, literally. Like, I was like, well, we could do snorkeling. I Google snorkeling pregnant girls. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. Can't hold your breath. Can't hold your breath for a while. It's bad for the baby. Anything. You know, can't do drugs, drink, nothing. Can't even dance and shit. She can't even do that. Nope. Can't go out in the sun for too long. Nope. Can't do nothing. 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 Um, so, uh, we can do sexy time, though. That's okay. Um, so, I figure, like, where we go? We'll go out to some place I haven't been, and we go to the Keys. And she's only been... When she was much younger, she went to like a cabin in the Keys, like to hang out with high school kids and stuff. So, uh, when she was in high school, so I looked it up and I looked up the best resort in Key Largo, which is the closest one, the closest one by us, and it was the number one, number one resort uh, with like a thousand reviews, and like almost every one of them was perfect. Hmm. And I was like, well, this has got to be good. So I spent two hundred dollars. And we left in the afternoon, what, around 1.30 or something. Left PJ by himself to have a big jerk fest all night long. Watch the porn here on the big screen or, or whatever you needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, just don't jerk off in my bed. And uh, that was that was it. That's all I limited you yeah. to. I said, anywhere. Free house. Just don't yeah. jerk off in the bed. Don't jerk. <laughs> yeah, that, would, that, that was it. I mean, that's not a lot of problems. You know, there you was know. a lot of other spots that I could work with. Yeah, so. a lot of free reign. Yeah. So, the man desk. Uh, man desk. No, I would have been upset if you jerked off on the man desk. But the screen is so big that I wanted to have like a face, like your face on the screen. <laughs> it's like life size. So I would have almost felt like it was the real thing. That would have been great. You should have video that. I aimed it. Um, and with all the time that you've taken off jerking, you should you would have been. Oh, like, I would have. Bullseye. Bullseye. You would have really glazed, glazed the screen thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. If, can you imagine if I came back? To like my a thing of like Jergens hand lotion and like my screen was all disgusting with counter glazing while you were gone. <laughs> the Dave Palumbo place you had to bring into this. <laughs> I was looking at fish and I and I lost something. I lost I, something I've learned over the years. I lost my fish. A technique of glazing that I do to the women's faces when I'm done with them. <laughs> I did it to your screen. The nutrients inside my glaze are very very potent and powerful. There's a lot of fiber. Look how clean the screen is now. It's clear. I grounded myself and, and, and glazed your screen. <laughs> so anyway, uh, anyway, we, we I was all excited about the keys, and I and uh, I even felt a little bad that we weren't bringing PJ because I figured it's going to be like this tropical paradise, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so we drove down. It was a few hour drive, and uh, drove down there and got to the place. The place was really, really, I guess, quaint. I guess would be the word. Quaint. We had like our own little cottage, and. Uh, it's like a little ways down from the beach, right? So we put our stuff in the cottage, and I'm like, oh, this is a nice little cottage. It's like a private little, tiny little private house with a little kitchen, and you have a little tiki like area uh, balcony, and you can you have a, your own little grill out there and everything, mm-hmm. and, and there's only 10 um, cabins. So I was like, wow, this is cool. So I was like, let's walk down to the beach. We get our bathing suits on, we walk down to the beach, and um, I was very disturbed to find like a man-made private beach that was almost, it's, I didn't realize it's the Gulf side. So um, there's really no waves. It's like glass, crystal clear glass. And I look out to walk into the water. And there's like seaweed growing from all into the beach area. So like mm-hmm. imagine sand and the sand goes into the water that's just totally flat. And you walk in and there's, you know, grass or like plant shit. Vegetation. Vegetation. Growing out of the ground throughout from that shallow part all the way to the deep part. And that the deep part is like eight feet long of of grass that goes vegetation that goes all the way up to the surface. I'm like, how how the fuck are we gonna swim in this? You get caught up in the vegetation. Maybe there's some creepy stuff in there. Yeah, there's probably some really creepy stuff. You would be scared. You get scared of the fish. So imagine. Um, Yeah. So uh, it it was um, it was like an enormous disappointment. I'm looking at this vegetation and thinking to myself, you thought Key Largo was gonna be a big deal. 
Yeah, I thought I thought that Key Largo was. I, this is what I imagined, right? I imagined like crystal blue waters and white sand beaches, and I said private beach. So I'm imagining like a waiter coming out to me, like we could sit there in our own little private chair and little you know table or something, and the waiter would be like, uh, "Hello, sir, can I get you a drink?" You know, and I was imagining ordering food and drinks and mm-hmm. and relaxing. Uh, and um, Beach Boys playing in the back. Beach Boys playing, and I was thinking like they would have like a. Um, What's the thing? A hammock, right? Yeah. I was thinking a hammock. I was thinking maybe like a fire on the beach maybe at night and just like live music. That's what I was imagining, yeah, right? Yeah. Sounds good, right? Sounds good. Um, that's not what we found at all. So so I actually, I was so like, um, I was so disturbed by what I found. I actually, we, I went up back to the front office and I said, excuse me. I said, I, I'm confused. Where is the, um, the beach? And she's like, oh, the beach is right there. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like there's no waves and like there's, you know, grass and shit growing out of the area of anything. And she's like, oh, that's the beach. I'm like, but, but wait, but like, I'm thinking like the blue waters and everything that's green. And like, this is, and she's like, well, you came here for the beach. And I was like, yeah, yeah. What else are you going to come here for? I was like, yeah, I came for the beach. And she's like, oh no, no, we don't have anything like that. (laughs) It was like waves and beach. and, And like, you know, she's like, no, no, we don't have that. Why, why do people go there then? And so I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, I don't get it. And she's like, she's like, you came from Boca to here for the beach? And I was like, so did you tell me the beaches are better in Boca? And she's like, oh, yes, much better. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? And, and she's like, so she's like, I said, like, why would people come here then if they're not for the beach and like to lay out and like the water? She's like, people come here for diving, for fishing, and for boating. Hmm. And I was like, well, we don't have a boat. We're not going to go fishing, and Darielle can't dive. So. Those three things are all out. I was like, what else is there to do? She's like, well, there is the there is the ocean side across the way, and you could take your car and drive to see the ocean side, and there's a little park. And so I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, this lady just doesn't understand. You know yeah. what I mean? She just doesn't get it. So we go over to the ocean side, and it's like rocks, <laughs> and then water, and like waves, and the rocks hitting the water. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so not what I expected. We ended up swinging on a swing for a little while. <laughs> Darielle, I helped Darielle climb a tree safely, safely as a pregnant woman. Good stuff pregnant women should be doing, yeah. Yeah, well, it's better than scuba diving, I guess. Yeah. I told you, you can't even climb a tree. It's funny that, that, that you can't scuba dive, but they let her, you know, there's nothing that says you can't climb a tree. Well, I'm sure it's not. It probably advised. says climbing a tree is okay, but falling out of it is not okay. Yeah, the climbing is all right. Yeah, um, yeah if I would have Googled, is it okay for a pregnant woman to, to climb a tree, I probably would have said bad idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's what usually we do. For anything I need to know, I Google it now. Anything, anything doing with pregnancy, I Google Just it. Google it first. Google it. Can Daria, can she, how many pickles can a pregnant woman have? We'll Google it up. As many pickles as she wants. I have to check everything. You know what I mean? So, um, that's, uh, that was my Keys trip. So, we stayed in, uh, we, we ended up going to see a movie in the Keys. Lawless. Uh, with, um, I'm sleepy. Yeah, you are sleepy. I'm sleepy. Um, you're probably dying to look at your phone too, aren't you? I'm dying too. Yeah, I know. Um, so, um, Lawless with, uh, what's the kid's name? Kyle LaBeouf, right? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, yeah. And, uh, and the guy from Warrior, uh, the, 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 the guy with the traps from oh, Warrior. Traps guy. Traps guy from Warrior. And it was pretty good. And then we went to eat at a, uh, a restaurant. I had a few drinks. Went back to the room. I fell asleep on the softest bed. This bed was so soft that I sank, like, I'm so spoiled Ugh. by my bed. I, I sank so far down that I couldn't even turn I'm over. I'm pissed, dude. Yeah, it was so you soft. Traveled all that way. Yeah. So that. The bed was, first of all, it's not, they said. Why did the Beach Boys put that, that place in their song? I don't know. You want to play the song? Yeah, we'll so play people the song. know. 
while while we're while we're getting to the song, why would the Beach Boys play? I don't know. Apparently, they voted or or. or I, I want to check out the other places from from. This. I know Aruba is good. And oh, is all good. those all those places. Aruba, Bahama, Jamaica. Come on, Pretty Mama. Mama. Key Largo. Uh, Key Largo is where you went. Wasn't good. Montego. Montego. Montego's like isn't Montego in um. Or, what do you say, Montego and Camorra Bay? Or how's it going? <laughs> uh, it's Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go to the Kokomo? Kokomo must be the pinnacle of all those places. Yeah, Kokomo. Just check out Kokomo. Where's Kokomo? Let's see. Uh, Beach Boys. Beach Boys. And what is it? Oh, Kokomo came Kokomo. up. Kokomo. Uh, Kokomo. There we go. Kokomo. I don't know where is Kokomo. It's K O K O M O, Kokomo. Um, well, this is like a live Beach Boys of Kokomo. No, I don't even know. Live Kokomo, the original. Give me a break with that shit. Kokomo uh, <laughs> lyrics. Oh, so this is what the song we're talking about. <laughs> oh, got lyrics. Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take it to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go to Jamaica for the keys? There's a place called Kokomo. That's where you wanna go to get away from it all. Well, maybe that's what you do. Just go get away. Hang out. Give me that. Bodies in the sand. <laughs> Tropical, Tropical drinks melting in your hand. This is what you thought you were getting. Yeah. Love I'm falling in love to the rhythm of a steel drum band. Nothing like that there? Down in Kokomo. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Why, why don't we go to the Kokomo? We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow. That's where we wanna go. We're down to Kokomo. <laughs> So, so next time you wanted to go away for an excursion, you go to Kokomo. Or they have this, they have the steel drums and the drinks. That's what I was thinking. See where I was thinking? That I wonder if if Key Largo is the one place that doesn't have that stuff. Well, it was low on the The list. You know what? The Beach Boys probably went there to smoke weed first, and then they went to the other. It did say something about. uh, I remember the song. I don't think we got to that part, but there is something Mm -hmm. about uh, getting high on a contact high or something like that. Mm -hmm. They said. So and they did mention afternoon delight. I didn't get into that either. So <laughs> afternoon delight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Um, I didn't experience the full uh, key largo. I, maybe I did experience. It. The truth is, next time we go, we're gonna go scuba diving. Yeah. So that'll be a, that is something you've never done, right? No, never. You will love it. You'll love it. Never I know you're probably me. it'll probably scare you a little bit at first. Will it scare you? Honestly, the fish is scary. If a big fish like tries to fuck with me, sorry Isaac, I might get a little scared. If it's big, the little ones won't scare the, They all look a lot bigger underwater. If a big yeah, one's coming at me and, and, and I have to fight it, I will fight it. <laughs> you get a dive I'm knife. Prepared. I'm prepared. You get a dive knife. So. <laughs> that would be so awesome if we're underwater and like a, a grouper comes by you, like a big grouper. <laughs> you just get scared to pull your knife and start jabbing Grouper's it. good. We could bring it home and eat it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You definitely you'd be in serious trouble, though, if you did that. Really? Oh, if you go diving and you with your knife, you're diving if you, <laughs> you can't eat this. <laughs> if you stab a fish, I think it will be... I've never seen it happen, so, I mean, I don't know. They're like, yeah, we gotta get the cops in here there's this big guy down here and he stabbed a couple of the fish he went on a roid rage underwater <laughs> it was really slow but he was just stabbing it um, what is the um, the ones with the huge teeth with the snaggle teeth I forget those are the ones that scare me the most 
I mean, none of them really scare me because I've never had a problem with the like fish. Barracudas. Barracudas. Ooh. Barracudas. Because their teeth are all like yeah. this. So they come by scary teeth, you know? The sharks don't bother you. They don't get too close. The barracudas, I think, are smaller, like brains. Mm -hmm. so they don't know, like, they're getting a little too close for comfort. You might have a school of barracuda where there are hundreds of them. Yeah. And they just kind of go around. They probably don't know that they're scary looking. No, they probably don't know. They probably think they're, I'm, I'm a handsome barracuda. <laughs> as far as barracudas go, I'm probably the most handsome one there is. Yeah. Look at my eyes. They're blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, that's definitely possible. You know, maybe they just don't know. Um, and sharks, they're more aware. They're like, I'm a killer. I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah. I'll just swim over here. Yeah, they're like, I'm not even going to get close to you because I'll eat you if I do. <laughs> so um, that's definitely a possibility. Um, I wanted to talk about our new uh, favorite TV show we've been watching together since mm -hmm. you've been here. Yes. And that show is called... Spartacus! <laughs> Blood and Sand! <laughs> um, we've been watching the show together and uh, the show is pretty amazing. I have to give Mike Popkin, Pop-Tart, Dave's childhood friend, mm -hmm. credit um, because the first episode I watched... Before he and I really discussed it, I was really not impressed with because I'm expecting like 300. I love 300, mm -hmm. so I was expecting like something like 300, and I thought it was like a really poor man's 300. And I really judged it on that first like 20 minutes. And I didn't give it an opportunity, and um, since then I've watched the whole prequel season, and now me and you have been watching some of the first season. And uh, you must admit, it's pretty uh, spectacular. Yeah, I think it might be one of the best shows ever. Actually, it has all the things that I like. Yeah, uh, killing. Yeah. Uh, sex, yeah, yeah, gays, yeah, um, memorable lines, mem memorable. very memorable lines. Yeah. Uh, I will fuck your corpse. Yeah, it says they say stuff like "I'll fuck your corpse," <laughs> and uh, you'll see some really gross graphic yeah, shit. Blood, tons blood, of blood, blood. and there's killing, raping, there's rape, rape killing, gay raping, uh, orgies, orgies, yeah, getting drunk, getting drunk, get, drugs, getting hound drugs. They do, uh, they do some opium. They have like awesome, 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 opium. awesome, 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 like just start to finish. It's like. Yep. I can watch it for hours. You couldn't go wrong with it. You can't yeah. go wrong with it. What are some of the lines we liked? I know we liked Fuck Your Corpse. What was the other one we liked in there? There's one you just said. How dare time. you interrupt my cock with no coin in hand. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> There's so many good lines. I want somebody to interrupt me having sex so, so I can say that. Yeah. Like, hey man, I'm having had sex here and you don't even have any money to fucking come over here and you're interrupting me. <laughs> but instead, how dare you interrupt my cock with no coin in hand. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to start writing down good lines from it. Uh, it is it is really a good show, uh, very entertaining on many many levels. Uh, every time there's a girl in the show, you look at the girl and you're like, oh, when will she get naked? And, get, <laughs> and, they, well, and then they get naked. And then they get naked. Yeah, <laughs> well, who's gonna fuck her? Domina. Domina. I like Domina. Domina. Yeah, they fuck. Everybody Domina was a fuck like dirty, 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 dirty older lady. There was one episode that you didn't you missed where it was the virgin girl and they were they kind of played her up for a while. The virgin slave, this black hair, uh, white girl, and um, she was like they always played her up because she wanted to fuck one of the gladiators she was like really fascinated by one of the gladiators so she wanted to lose her virginity to the gladiator well it turns out there's Roman nobility there and the Roman nobility wanted to watch some of the slaves fuck each other so he was like he like looked around and, and the domina the, the, the woman the main woman character who owns the slaves with her husband the husband's really the his uh, Bariartus 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 the great house of Bariartus <laughs> and so uh, that's his wife and uh she like she said you know let's pick a slave this slave this chick here she's a virgin she hadn't been fucked before and so that is particularly interested the Roman nobility guy and he said yeah let's see her but instead of her giving her like one of the gladiator this one of the big guys or the handsome the studly guys. big guys right he said he picked some guy covered in shit like a slave literally covered in shit he's like it's like a disgusting slave and so she was she was getting plowed by the disgusting slave and he went behind her and he uh, he was saying how he said something like 
even the most pleasant things can be painful. And then he, and then he fucked her in the ass. By the other, he raped her in the ass. By the other guy, she was fucking the shit, shit covered slave. So it's like stuff like that that you know it's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> if you see something like that, you know that you're. You won't see that shit in Seinfeld. No. You know what I mean? You won't see that. No, no, no. So only if you get stars. Spartacus is two thumbs up. Two thumbs. Four. Four thumbs up. Four thumbs up. So. Uh, I highly recommend people go out there and uh, watch yourself some Spartacus. It's got something for everyone. It's fun for the whole family. If you're gay, you're going to get some gay stuff. There is gay stuff. If there's gay like, love. Yeah, if you like uh, killing, there's killing. Killing. The, cool. chick, the chicks can get into it because the guys are handsome. Chicks, actually, and chicks, uh, and chicks that there's some lesbianism if, you're, yeah. if you mm-hmm. like lesbianism. If you like that, a little bit of that. Yeah, there's some lesbian. If you're, gay, if you're gay, there was a, a badass uh, gay gladiator. Yeah, there's a badass gay gladiator. You used to just give it to this little little black skinny little guy yeah and he is like a little twink in the yeah in the prequel in the prequel that guy had a lover he had like he was in love with this other guy and they would start their sex by like they would like run up to each other and start beating each other's ass <laughs> they like started attacking them. <laughs> I and must cross you with my fists first before you'd, I you'd be like oh yeah. <laughs> you'd be like oh this this they're gonna fuck fight to the death and all of a sudden they just start making out and then before you know what they're fucking each other <laughs> and I was like wow so never seen that before yeah so there you go lots of Stuff for everybody. Sure, reminds, reminds me of a lot of the keg parties I used to go to in high school. Yeah, speaking of uh, of keg parties and drugs and stuff like that, we've been uh, we've been. I think we're going to go on an active search for the ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Um, people are probably familiar with ayahuasca, but it's possible that you aren't if you don't uh, watch Dave or listen to any of the Dave stuff, which I know not everybody who's listening or watching the show follows uh, Mr. Palumbo. Um, so basically, ayahuasca is a, it's like a tea. It's like a um, hallucinogen type tea, and uh, you can drink this tea, and uh, it's supposed to make you like be able to explore yourself. You can explore yourself when you take this. You can have an out of body experience. <laughs> so we're 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 gonna start looking for one of these. So if if any of you listeners out there, and I know we have some interesting listeners, so it's possible that in Florida or in South Florida, you know where to get this ayahuasca tea. We would like to experience that, and uh, I think it can be interesting. Yeah, no, I really want to drink the ayahuasca tea. I'm, I'm looking forward. To, I want to see like uh, PJ break down and start crying and like you know freaking out. I'll I video it. Drank the ayahuasca and I was just uncontrollably crying, but I couldn't even feel my hands, and I had to just let the tears flow. It was beautiful and scary at the same time. <laughs> so we need to. We're going to learn a lot about ourselves. I've never found out so much about myself until the time that I sat on the floor just crying for hours. So, if you can understand the appeal of that, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you want to do that? So, I want to. I want to do it, and uh, I would. I. I don't know if we should do it together. The key to a good ayahuasca is all in the shaman. <laughs> you need to have helpful. You need helpful people. Or um, I don't think we can play some like dubstep in the background, and PJ <laughs> could like freak out. <laughs> I don't know if we should do it together. If I should film you doing it, um, how do you think? How do you think? What do you think the best? Uh, Protocol for ayahuasca is I, the, the 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 image that I have in my mind is me and you naked like back to back drinking the tea back to back and just staying back to back until we like st- start feeling the tea and then what and then just whatever happens happens <laughs> <laughs> if we just sit back to back crying hey then that's what happens <laughs> um, so that that sounds fantastic that sounds like fun as long as the shaman is okay with it he might not want you being you know skin on skin back to back like that. It might feel like fire. <laughs> Our skin may start burning against each other. So um, I'm, I, maybe we could do it at the ocean because the beach is so close. We did go to the beach recently. I feel like it would nice. be a good idea to do it in like a mall, like in a public place. A public place. Yes. 
like around everyone. I'll definitely video you. Because then they can help us if something like happens. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be that'll be that'll be a good <laughs> idea. I drank this tea and I can't stop crying. <laughs> to see PJ. Let's go to the Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> to see you at the Apple store crying hysterically. Why would any of these kids help me? There's so many of them. You look smart. All of you look really smart. Please help me. <laughs> yeah, that would uh that would that would be good. Um, oh, you know what? Speaking of the Apple Store, yeah, we should probably talk about what's happening uh, to my Apple products since I've been in this home. What's been happening? To- oh, the, the doke. Mm. So we got a cat here. We got two cats. Um, we got one cat. Obviously, you know the dog, Rustim. Mm-hmm. Got one cat, Tyson, who's very friendly. Has he been friendly to you lately? Yeah, he's friendly. He makes lots of little noises. He makes a lot of noises. He's in the very, morning, he's very chatty. He's very friendly, chatty, chatty cat. And then, uh, then number two would be Doke. Doke just doesn't give a fuck. That's no. how he is. He doesn't care, and nothing nothing makes much matter to him. He doesn't care. He's not happy. He's not sad. He just does. He just does what he has to do. He's a lot like uh, Jason Statham in the in the Transporter. That's what you imagine his voice sounds yes. like. Yes. You think of him as uh, the like kind of suave British money, British money first <laughs> money first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, Doak has a problem. He's got a little bit of an addiction. Yeah, and that is to white apple cords. Mm-hmm. Only white apple cords. He's not like if you remember Piglet, he would chew the ear earphones. Yes, Pig, Piglet stopped at the earphones. They're about this thick, tiny little thickness, um, not but too, not too expensive. Not too expensive. You're looking at twenty bucks. Yeah. Big deal, right? Um, well, Doke will chew Mac laptop cords. Very expensive. Yeah, and you know uh, PJ has a Mac laptop. So go ahead and give us the story. Well, right when I when I first got here, I had my laptop set up. And I didn't really notice that uh, Darielle had her Mac laptop with a black power cord. I actually did notice that the cord was black. And I just thought, huh, that's weird. I never saw one of those. Right. And then, I don't know, it was the first day, I think, actually. Uh, my, my battery was going down. I was like, it's weird. Why is the light not on on my power cord? And I was typing. And I was kind of like not really paying attention. And I'm like fiddling with it. The light's still not going on. Typing, typing. And then all of a sudden I hear like... Sorry, Isaac. And I, I, I like looked over, and Doke was just chewing the shit out of the cord right in my face. Right like, here, right try, here. Next wasn't to even it. trying to hide it. And I was like, "No, bad kitty!" And I, I looked at it, and he just chewed right, right through it. So he ruined that. He one. went to town on that one. I mean, there was a well, lot the of first tumors. one. First one. Oh, that was not as bad. No, you're first right. First one was not as bad. There was like a little, enough. It's funny because he can do um, very little visible damage, but if he chews through it enough mm-hmm. to break the connection, if like the cords are all tied together yeah. and shooting underneath the plastic, if he breaks it a little bit, you're done. Yeah, so he got the first one. I was like, you know what? Shame on, shame on me. You're like, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I was like, I should have left it out. Yeah. So, I, and Daryl was like, oh, I should have warned you. And she's like, see, mine, I have black electrical tape around it. No, she had, let's be honest, she warned you before. Did she? Yeah, of course. That's why you were keeping the door closed most of the time. No, after that one, I clapped the, the, the door just yeah. closed like a champ. And we definitely told you that, that it wasn't like you had no idea, because we told you that Doke was, will eat those. He ate the shit out of it. Then I then after that I made sure I kept the door closed. Yeah. We went. Yeah, we went and bought, and an we bought another Apple one. store. Went to yeah. the Apple store, bought another one. And uh, I was pretty good about keeping the door closed. And then it was that night. It was late at night. And it was time to walk or steam. Yep. And you were like, hey, do you want to walk or steam with me? So like, yeah. And you were like, oh, come on, five minutes. And I was like, all right, five minutes. I ran out real quick. And we were only on for five minutes. But huh. in that five minutes, I didn't shut the door. All day you had been shutting the door. Shut the door all day. Made sure of it. But... I got lax at night. You thought Doke was sleeping, but he was he was waiting the whole day. I came back in, and uh, the entire cord—not just a bite this time, 
the entire cord was mangled. Every single spot on the cord was chewed through, and he was just sitting there in front of it, like he was staring at it. Like, what do you want? What do you want from me? You want to yep. do something about this? And I was just shocked. I couldn't even get mad. I was just shocked because he was like boasting, you know. He was like, yeah, it was very much. He was still. He was he like, run away. He was like, guess what? You left the door open. <laughs> he was like, you snooze. Yep. He he literally you left it open for five minutes. He he obviously this whole day was thinking to himself, there's gonna be a chance for me to get that apple cord, and when I get that chance, I'm gonna eat it. Yep. And he did. Yeah, I'm zero two against Oak right now, but I'm not, I'm not buying any more apple cords until I move out of here, and I'll use the black one for now. That's smart. That's smart. We're uh, we're pretty close to baby time. He, he's been he's been like creeping around. Like I, I was in here. Uh, he looks. He's looking. I for was in, in here this morning and I was doing some work, and I looked up and he was perched on the uh, copy machine right there. He was scouting for cords. Yeah, just seeing what was going on. I was like, oh, what's, what's in here? He'll eat and the I, shit I, out I, of I the was cord. Like, there's nothing in here, buddy. You can just take a walk. All right. He probably once there's he sees that there's nothing to eat, he'll probably leave. It's so funny because a black cord, like I've got black cords everywhere again. My work laptop cords, this is about the same thickness for people who are all on the video, they could tell. It's a pretty thick cord, but he will eat the fuck out of this cord. He'll eat the fuck. Sorry, Isaac, out of this cord if it were white. It yeah. would not last. Nope. But the fact that it's black, it's safe. I wonder what he thinks in his head that he's doing. It's a good question. Do you think he thinks like this is some like a snake that I'm killing? I don't know, because he kills them. I mean he really he kills it's not them. like he, he just the shit out of them. Yeah, he um the thing is, with Daryl, there's no such thing as a black MacBook cord, just so you know. They don't yeah. exist. She takes electrical tape and wraps it around the cord because Daryl has lost eight cords. Eight. And that's $100 a cord, so we're talking about $800 in laptop cords before we finally figured out a way to... Because the thing is, you can um, you can hide them, right? You, you remember, even if you've lost... You'd think, like, once you lost five, six, seven, yeah. you're going to be really vigilant, and, and she was. But the second that it's out and you are not looking at it, they're not protecting Doke away from it. He'll get to it. He's He'll amazing it. like that. And he will. It all it takes is a good thirty seconds of him, you know, eating it. Which so basically, if it's out and unprotected for thirty seconds, it's gonna get eaten. As far as like killing cords go, like getting the job done, he's like the wolf. He's the wolf of cord killing. Yeah, he is. You so. want your cord done? You call him the wolf. <laughs> He'll drive up in his NSX. <laughs> He'll clean that cord and be out of there quickly. <laughs> It's amazing how fast he did it. Yeah. I mean, we were gone for five minutes, and the cord was gnarled, top to bottom, chewed up. It was pretty unbelievable. He's like he got good. every spot. Yeah, every fucking He's spot. Good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's um, good. I got him back, though, last night. How'd you get him back last night? I was grilling last night. I was grilling some steaks. Yeah. And he wanted to be a little nosy-nosy, and he came outside, and I didn't know he was outside. And I shut the door, and I was inside for a very, very, very long time. And then I heard, like, a little scratchy on the glass, and I'm meowing. And it was him outside. He was getting scared, probably. Like, oh, look at you. Now you need me to let you back in here. <laughs> you should have put the cord right in front of him. <laughs> like, oh, little cord, you see? <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah, so we were gone all night last night, and you didn't get the, uh, you didn't relieve yourself. How no, did that, that happen? All day. I was so excited. I was like, yes, I have a house to myself. I can just unleash the beast. Uh,. Did you walk around naked all day? I know you like to walk around naked. Um, you know what? I was doing so much work, and then I got sidetracked, and I've been having so much work lately. And then I got sidetracked with all these projects. The next thing I knew, it was like really, really late, and then I had to shower, and I was tired, and I was really, really tired, and it was like two in the morning, and I was like, ah, fuck it. I had to Skype with girls early today. I had girls doing North Americans that I had to take take care of. So it was like, uh, I was I was starting to crash. Like screw it, I'm just going to bed. So I didn't even take care of what I wanted to take care of. It was something I was like really excited about for a while. So I'll postpone that for a little bit. 
Alright, well. Sorry. It's a celebration! <laughs> uh, so, Darielle is extremely pregnant. You know, we're, on, we're on a one week countdown time to um, pre- little baby Asher coming, which is pretty surreal. Yeah, little baby um, Asher, Ash. Yeah, you see how pregnant she is, right? I mean, right now, weird. she's very pregnant. Tonight, yeah. tonight, she like got really pregnant. Yeah, it's amazing how like I'll look at her and I get used to seeing her one size, and then all of a sudden, she'll just morph into a whole new larger size. <laughs> You know, she was wearing an Iron Mag Labs t-shirt tonight, and I was like, God damn, you look big, right? Yeah, and you, she, tonight she looked big. And you were, and you actually like, did you just tell her she looked big? And I'm like, yeah, well, she does, look at her. And you're like, okay, you, you look pretty big. Yeah, I was like, okay. I think it's when she wears, because I'm so used to seeing her wear tight-fitting clothes, Yeah, even though she's pregnant. Like, I guess some girls won't do that, but she's pretty small everywhere else, so she'll wear, like, tight tank tops and stuff, so I see the belly, and that's it, but when she wears, like, a big shirt, it's like, whoa, she looks big. Um... Anyway, so uh, we got one week left, and um, you have a cast of the, of the belly now. Yeah, we got a cast of the belly. One of our friends came over uh, and casted her boobs and belly. It's so, cool. I, I thought that they should have casted his penis, and they could have made a little display together. We might. I know the thing is, you got to keep it like hard for like I think she said fifteen minutes. So you do like tie a little rope around. Put on it. Spartacus. Put on Spartacus for the whole thing. That'll work. Or you could take some of my. Uh, I think I have still have some left. Some Viagra. Some of the uh, yeah, research chemicals. I just squirt a little Viagra. Watch some porn. Have a cast the old penis. Um, where would we hang that? I wonder. Maybe in the man office. Yeah. Put it right here. What's this? It's the, the cast of my cock that created the ash. <laughs> the cock cast. <laughs> um. So I don't know. I guess next time we do the show. Let's see. Next time this is Saturday. So okay. So the plan is this. Well, it's Saturday now because it's at past one o'clock in the morning. But um. So that would be Friday. Next Friday will be close. I'll be in Sarasota covering the show. You'll be in uh, Texas. Texas doing a guest posing. Yep, part of Texas. And uh, and I will be back for Sunday. And Sunday at some point Sunday we're going into the hospital to induce, assuming nothing happens between then and now because we don't want the kid born on September 11th, and we must do the bris before I leave for the Olympia. And then uh, excuse me. So the bris, how that works out is eight days after the birth you do the bris, and the bris is when you cut the off the penis. Not the head, just the, 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 just the foreskin. foreskin. I think we went over that before. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with all that. Mm-hmm. Big, big stuff going on. Big stuff. I gotta hurry up. I gotta, I gotta get back uh, from Texas in time to make sure because I talked uh, about it with the doctor about aiding in the birthing of the child. Yeah. PJ is gonna PJ is gonna slide him out. She's gonna help the sliding. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be the slider, and uh, he's actually gonna be the one that cuts. The, he's gonna be the moral. <laughs> no, he's not doing. I'm he's not doing it. He's not coming stretch it, so it's easier for. for You're staying away from my wife's vagina. Okay. We're keeping you at arm's distance at least. Uh, he's not gonna be in the birthing room. Actually, she doesn't want anybody in there. She doesn't even want me to look. So I'm gonna be staring right at her eyes. There's draws. I remember my friend from like never watch it. Don't watch it. Don't worry. I'm not gonna watch. You were it. warned. I'm not watching it. So let's do um. Let's go to our commercial break, and um, we're gonna be back, and we're gonna do the rest of the show. Listener questions. So I'm wondering. Okay, I'm thinking about the video, right? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. Do you think that I should just leave it running, and we should go to the bathroom, get some drinks, stuff like that, and let the the video run and run the commercials over it or you think we should end the video show now because I can do the whole thing and make the whole video show do that alright that's it then you heard Braun's final decision you guys stay here you're going to hear the commercials we're going to play a song and we'll be back in six minutes seven minutes bye let's go get something to drink of course you're going to check your phone immediately it's very important
How many you got? Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Cytostain RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements. Orbit Nutrition carries over 1,000 of the hottest nutritional supplements, performance enhancers, and nutraceuticals on the planet. And now, Iron Empire Radio listeners get an additional 5% off their everyday low prices by using the coupon code IER5. That's IER and the number 5. Choose products like Quest Protein Bars, iForce, Iron Mag Labs, and more. Check out Orbit's daily deals for special insane blowout prices. Log on to Orbit's Nutrition Forum and get feedback on the products you're interested in. Check out OrbitsNutrition.com and use the discount code IER5. Cause I swear you never tried To cut your face like a hole for you to hide So, so was it good for you? Now you sweat or is it tears Burn a hole in you for years To bend the lie, can you look into your eyes? So, so was it good 
last time I texted you, so she's upset. She's upset. You ready to come back? Yes. All right, we're back. We're back. Um, let's see what we got here, PJ. We got some listener questions. Whoa! We got, oh, holy moly! That's Facebook's crazy. got some crazy pictures. Um, I'm pulling us up here. This is your favorite part of the show, PJ Braun. Listener question. We get a lot of listener questions. A lot of shout outs. I guess we should start because we didn't do shout outs before. You want to start with the shout outs? Shout outs. Um, let's start at the beginning here. 78 people this time. All right. Not as much time for them. So go ahead. PJ Braun. Take it from here. Shout outs. Spencer Barrett. Luke Dugan. All the way from Scotland. Joey Mangiello. Uh, Omar Hurtado. Joshua Marzek. Ian Heidecki. Eric Davis. Ashley Schmidt. Stephanie Barham, the missus of the Muscle uh, family. Muscle Mitch. Mitch. Uh, Rob Mance. Uh, Muscle Mitch, again. Hey, <laughs> oh, fucking guy, this guy, yeah. <laughs> Andy Harrison. Uh, Patrick Barnes, the man of all. Jonathan Gomes. Uh, Louis Petracci. Jeff Kaplan. Ian McGarry. Dylan Miller. Dylan Lindstadt. Tyke Kimball. Brian Mykoff. Shout out on the retired girl voices. <laughs> uh, Justin Baccio. Scott Trout. Uh, Max Barham, Denny, please. Scrolling very slow. Nate Anderson, Max Cervantes, Thomas Kalikev, uh, Sean F. Robb, Jess McCutcheon, uh, Jessica Don. Congratulations to Jessica Don, by the way, Braun Fitness client. First ever pro qualifier tonight, third place. That is That is like very rare. Very, for, very the, for the people that don't know, that's very, very rare. She's going places, that girl. Yeah, it's, um, I'm really ecstatic. That's the first time I've ever had a figure girl in the top five at a national show in their first try before. It's a Braun Fitness first, so congratulations to her. Special shout-out. Shout-out to Keith Allen, uh, Rob Holt, uh, Shannon Ortego, Lou Hudson, Justin Davis, Asad Malik, Ahmad Malik. No other Maliks, though. Megan Maida Hashem. Oh, and her mom, who listens. We like that. Jody Boba Daniel, uh, Eduardo Segura, Amber Ramos, Angela Hudson. Uh, I, I think I pronounced her name wrong. Actually, it's like it, it's. it's uh, I know that. Whatever. <laughs> Greg Tuba, uh, Lee Legrand, William Mazzarello, Daniel Bathke, John Ventola, Tom Ramsey, Anthony Ruiz, Cody Kidd, Sean Christopher Lewis, Kanata Nunn, Benjamin Herring, Adam Bray, Ben Grahada, and Michelle Baker. Oh, they wanted a retired girl for voice. The guys are playing out the retired girl voice. How many times do they want me to talk on this voice? My boyfriend won't let me. He doesn't even want to hear me talk anymore. He said, go outside and talk like that. I couldn't hear him because I have bad hearing. <laughs> oh, that was my phone hitting the deck. Alex, Mark Joseph Dome, Chris Schmidt, and Renee, Jordan Coburn, David Dundalo, Xavier Wills, uh, Jane. <laughs> Jane, we never could. I, I, you know what? It's, she's, it's just X and Jane. That's all we know. Like Jane, it's, she, he told us before it's like Kayaka. Yeah, it's, it's nothing like how it's spelled. Zakamaka. Jane Kayaka. Uh, Richie Torres, Justice Cruz, Kale, and Jade Torres. Oh, they want to be retarded voice too, huh? Shout out to all the kids. <laughs> Carson Lee Benson, uh, Steve Miller, Clint Fleming, uh, Jason Little, Dejan Popovic, and good old big nut Jason Anderson. There you go. There you go. So, a, little, a little bit less this week. A little bit less. A little, a little bit a little less. less. I didn't let it, we didn't go as long. I put this out there uh, on Thursday night late. So 
Uh, we had well, we had over twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Seventy eight is not bad. pretty good. We don't. Right. Sometimes it's good not to have that many PJ because I know you don't want to be doing the show for over two hours. Bear for hours ah. talking in these silly voices. You're talking my voice only. It's the best. Right. Right. Right, hey. People listen if you're talking this voice. People will follow you what you're saying. When I see there was a hundred, I knew it was going to be a good night. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Spencer Barrett wants to know if you were invisible at a bodybuilding show, what kind of mayhem would you cause? What could you do? He says, steal competitors' food, bite bikini girls' asses. What would you do? Well, of those two choices, I'd probably go with the latter. Yeah, I think so. Depends on that. On my current state, I would just—I'm not allowed to touch, but I would look. I would go to the uh, the female. Oh, they'd go to the tanning. Could be interesting. You know, I hear—I've heard from um, one of the tanning girls that we both know. You know, the girl I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We know. She said, "There's a lot of very um, upsetting, disgusting things that you see in there. Yeah, the tanning booth. Mm-hmm. She told you that also. Yeah." Said that it's really a letdown. That if me and you were doing it, we would be really d- disappointed in yeah. a lot of things that we saw. You see a lot of strange um, uh, body parts. She said, "Yeah, some people's shaving was interesting. Like they should don't leave some strange hair. You know, like somebody girl may shave the bikini line, but leave the vagina, like the actual lips, all hairy. Yeah, like hairy, lips, yeah, like hairy, hairy clam. Yeah, hairy clam. The hairy clam. <laughs> <laughs> she said some guys will shave. Uh, you know, obviously, you don't. I really wouldn't want to see any guys. But she said that the." Sometimes they'll have a lot of ass crack hair coming out because that doesn't need to be shaved, right? Yeah. What, I, what I do to mess with the tanning people when I find out the person's name who's tanning me, I actually shave their full name, like first and last name, down there. Wow. Just so as soon as I'm naked, they see it and they, they, they have to think. Like, I usually, what I do is I get some of that, um, <laughs> the temporary kind of, you know, ink, temporary ink that just gets washed off and I paint my <laughs> penis and balls all black. <laughs> Just have a black cock and just balls. Like, that's all I got from my dad. <laughs> it's just it's just pitch black, <laughs> like a big tattoo covering the whole thing. I dip them into ink. <laughs> Can you try not to get any protein on that, please? It's dark enough. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess I guess that's good enough for Sensor Baron's question. All right, um, this is interesting. Joey Magalioni uh, wants to know. Um, <laughs> said we should do a show with Jason Genova uh, and also um, he wants to know how you feel about the sushi buffet and how long till the t-shirts are out um, so let's start with Jason Genova Jason Genova did hear um, about PJ wanting to see him or work out with him yep. and um, for since then he has been harassing you on your fan page your Facebook fan page which people can go see it's pretty pretty humorous because he's obviously getting upset because you're not responding so he'll he'll hit you up like 10 times in a day mm-hmm. I haven't responded yet so I just want to let it go for a little while um, it's funny the people that are, that are giving him shit that are like like he just got here Jason leave him alone <laughs> chill out Jason chill, chill out, out let him get situated first yeah he's like a, it's funny he's like um like you know like a uh, bikini girl if you ignore her yeah like so he's like he's like did you get my message Makes did you worse. see PJ I wanted to work out with you I haven't heard back from you when should, should I work out with him I, well, if you do, we're certainly videoing it, of yeah. course. I think we should definitely do a workout video. I think you should destroy him. I think you should take him on, like, the most horrible workout ever. A leg workout. That's what you do. That's what you do. You take him through the leg workout that, that Timbo couldn't survive. We'll see if he can survive it. See if he what if survive. he survives the one that Timbo could not survive? I, to be That's totally honest with you, him. I wouldn't be that shocked. I wouldn't be that shocked. He's got that, like... Retard, that, retard that, thing. I don't want to say retard. retard he's, got, he's got something going on mentally that maybe he can push through a little more than Tim can. Well, then maybe we should do that. We should set up a leg workout. Yeah. If we put, put him through a really, really hard leg workout and he took it, like, like I think people would have to ease up on him a little bit. Yeah, I think I think we should. I mean, certainly I wouldn't be able to make it to the later. Uh, we should we should get the person that films his videos to to come and and, and hang out and film film the video with us. 
Yeah, yeah, that would be a lot of Because whoever's doing his me. videos is, is doing a pretty good job. Yeah. I, does he have any new stuff? I haven't watched any of his, any of his stuff in a while. I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't seen him in a while. But they certainly, who's ever videoing him, definitely gets the whole appeal. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? They, he understands what's going on and plays up the whole mm-hmm. the Jason uh, persona. So, yeah, I would be interested in doing that. How do you feel about the, the sushi buffet? This is a real disappointment for me. i got to <laughs> tell you guys. Joey, this is, this is not, this is a little sad, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tell them what you think of the sushi. Well, I, that squid messed me up so bad that I don't know how long it's going to be until I can eat sushi again. It's like really was the worst thing that I've eaten in, in ages. And uh, just looking at sushi kind of makes me want to puke now. Yeah, it's not it's not good. I was really excited that I was going to have a friend here that would go to sushi buffet with me every day. And instead, I can't get you to fucking sushi buffet. And it's like Honestly, the best deal just, ever. just driving by the place makes my stomach hurt a little bit. It's that bad? Yeah. I might need to go to like get like hypnotized. Oh my god, Daryl's actually actually Pop Tart. When I went to lunch with him yesterday, uh, he was like, uh, "Today, he was like, oh, we're gonna go to that good sushi place that I brought you guys." And I was like, "Oh no, no," and he's like, "Oh, you, you don't want to, you want to go there?" And I was like, ah, "I got a thing with sushi right now, man." He's like, "Oh, we don't have to get sushi. They got other stuff." And I was like, "All right, fine." And I got. And you didn't get sushi. No, I got like a Mongolian little oh, like, sea thing. It was like stir fried thingy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was... Uh, Daryl's mom does uh, hypnotism. Would you be interested in being hypnotized by Daryl's mom? By her, yes. You Would you let her do... She had like a, like a little slinky outfit on while she did it. Ugh, that's gross. Would you, um, would you... Seriously, if I videoed that, would you Would you try to let her hypnotize you? Yes. For real? In a very revealing outfit, yes. No, no revealing outfits. You nasty person. It's Daryl's mother. We, I asked Daryl, and I was being very serious when I asked her this, because uh, these are the serious things that should be discussed. What would upset her more if I had sex with her mom? Like a one-night stand. Just a one-night stand, just a good time. Or with her sister. Who you train, incidentally. Yes. And she said she would prefer, of those two, she'd prefer neither, but if it had to be one, she'd rather her mom. Yes. Because if you did with her sister, she would. it would be, uh, it would be bad. Mm-hmm. It would be bad. So that doesn't mean that it's all right for you to sleep with her mom. No, no, I'm not going to. I just wanted to know, just for like you know reference purposes, <laughs> in case anything would ever happen. I may bring it up to her someday, like just so you know. <laughs> Darielle said, "If Dar- I was going to be one of you guys, it would be you." So Darielle's mom has a very wonderful boyfriend, Dave. So I'm sorry you're out of luck there, my friend. But she will hypnotize you, <laughs> and um, I'm going to make an appointment for you to go to the office. She has a very nice, relaxing office here in Boca. Mm-hmm. We're going to go there. We're going to be hypnotized. We're not. We're gonna definitely work on the sushi stuff and all your other various issues. We'll try yeah. to sort them out. We should fix that all. We should sort it all out. If she's in a good outfit, I think that we probably could sort them out. I would love to see you get hypnotized. Like that would be great. Like, can she hypnotize me in like like a maid, like a French maid outfit? She can hypnotize you to think she's wearing a French maid outfit. That would be good. I would be impressed if she can do that. Yeah, I can't. I bet you she won't be able to. Uh, I've always felt like people who were able to be hypnotized easily are people who are very weak minded. Yeah, I've always felt that too. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know why I believe that, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I talked to Jerry Beck tonight. The logos will be done by uh, by the end of the weekend. We've heard that for a consecutive now seven weeks in a row, maybe. I would think it's more than that. I don't but, know. I, yeah. I actually... Uh, well, Give them at the end of the weekend. We're giving them to the end of the week. Next radio show, if, if they're not here, it's getting ugly. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll, we're working on that. We're working on that. Uh, he has been paid, so... Patience uh, is a virtue, right? Yes, Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Next on our list, Omar Hatada wants to know, did you ever get to check out the um, Memphis Burger at Carl's Jr. before you left Cali? Nope. Is that new? Uh, I don't even want, don't even tell me about it because I have every, I've had everything else there and I, I don't know what that is. We're going to have to Google um, uh, Carl's Jr. here in Florida and see if there's any in Florida at all. Uh, Carl's Jr. is very good. Let's do it right now. Why not? Since we're right here, we're going to do it. Carl's 
to Junior, Florida. Let's see if we got any. Carl's Jr. Uh, oh, Miami. Oh, oh, nice, nice. Oh. Memphis barbecue. Look at it. Ooh, what's on there? A charbroiled all beef burger, pulled pork, barbecue sauce, crispy onion strings. Wow. All on one, all on one sandwich, huh? Uh oh. Ooh. Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, no, no restaurants, restaurants in Florida. Florida. Yeah, wow. it's all on the West Coast. How do you like that? They're very anti-East Coast, huh? Well, you are going to De- uh, Texas. You're going to Dallas, and there mm-hmm. are a lot in Dallas. So there's an opportunity for you to try uh, it. Prince Harrison, bring me there. Take Prince me Harrison, out, yeah. Take me out to Carl's Jr. Bring you someplace fancy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did say he was going to bring me out on Friday night. So. <laughs> He's planning to bring you out dancing, bring dancing out. and drinks late. <laughs> bring me uh, out to Carl's Jr. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, uh, okay, Joshua Marzak. Excluding bodybuilding and training people, what hobbies do you both have? Ugh. Mm, watching Watch movies, TV. Talking like people from Spartacus. Yeah, this radio show. <laughs> um, business. You know, I don't know if business is considered a hobby. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't say that, but me and PJ have, have shifted. I've totally shifted my focus from, uh, I guess, truthfully, from like uh, partying and vagina mm-hmm. to... Uh, Mine's uh you know it's that's both of those are pretty much a done deal to business so which seems to be a lot more um, business is more profitable yes, believe it or not yes. than uh, than vagina partying mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. things are uh, working out well there so hobbies like do I do like uh, do we collect baseball cards or anything yeah. <laughs> we like Play to go to the, the beach uh, like to go to the beach now that's yeah. been fun lately we're going tomorrow like you said yeah. um, so that's it that's it working on our, our tans. Yeah, that's, that's, that's our it. hobby. That's our hobby now. Getting our tan on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian Hideki wants to know, do you think bodybuilders do gay for pay? Why do you think, or do you think bodybuilders? He says, do you think bodybuilders do gay for pay? Yes. Yes, I think that some bodybuilders definitely do yes. gay for pay. You want to answer why? I can answer why. they're lazy. Because they're lazy. It's easy money. And they're also gay. And easy money. I think, let me ask you this. If you did gay for pay... Um, and I know you would know because you do a lot. So yeah, yeah. Um, if you believe the internet, you're like the king of gay for Yeah. You and Derek. I should be driving it in a fucking uh, blacked out Lambo. You should be having a blacked out Lambo. Um, you should, I should be lending. You should be asking. I should be asking you for a loan. I yeah. should. So, um, so what part, where does gay for pay actually turn gay? Does it, does it start out gay? Can you flex in a guy in a uh, in posing trunks for a guy that you know is probably going to jerk off? Is that gay? Yeah, where does it, where does the gay line until go? they're like touching you? So anything, if you let them touch you, that's gay. Anything non-touching, no, no, no contact is not gay in your opinion. Yeah, I mean, I guess if he's jerking off in front of you, that's a little gay. Yeah, I guess if you're doing like a back double by, it's not as gay as if you're doing like a most muscular right at it. I think you know what I think is I think that um, I think that, <coughs> that you know if there's a lot of money involved, yeah, it kind of ungays things a little yes. bit. So if there's a briefcase, like a silver briefcase. I mean, the truth of the matter is. Uh, you would suck a guy's dick, the Brazilian businessman, for a million dollars cash, right? Or how much was it? Was it five million dollars? I don't know. When did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the choice you always choose other than to dildo no, yourself. It's, it's him sucking our dick. Right, him sucking you. Right. Yeah. I got confused. Yeah, you would let him suck No, I, I said I would, I would dildo myself, I said. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're the dildo. Who am I thinking? You're the, you're the dick sucker. Yeah, you would dildo yourself. You're the, like dick. Off you're the sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you would dildo yourself, and he would be thinking would, it's his penis. I would certainly destroy my own butthole with a dildo before I let another man put any part of himself so, in. So, so does that mean... So does that, look, let's, let's, let's extrapolate from there. Okay. So that is not gay. So what you're saying is you could dildo your ass while a guy jerks off, and you would feel pretty good about that. Yes. 
As, as soon as he laid a finger on me, he turns gay. Yeah, so know. even if he like rested his hand on my shoulder, while you're doing while something, and then he's gay. Yeah. But if he's on the other side of the room, that's his that's his area over there. I he's got know. his I, own space. I'm gonna have to disagree. I think that's where the, that's non-gay or the gay. Does it make it touching. Does it make it less gay if there's like a like a classic like Pamela Anderson Playboy spread open in the middle of the room? Yes, makes it less gay. Okay. What if you, that, what if you factor that, that in? And in your head, you're just just like you're, you're drilling your butt. Yeah, well, but you're no, like just you're just staring at the magazine. Pamela's fucking me in the ass. Pamela's <laughs> fucking me. She really Pamela's is, doing it. This is what she wants. This is what she wants. She can have it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think you can. Anything I feel like that's not gay. gay if there's an open if there's an open Playboy. Right. What if? All right. <laughs> what if he he's jerking off back to me, so I can't actually see him doing it. And resting against his back is the open Playboy. So I can I'm looking at the, the Playboy, seeing Pamela Anderson, and I don't know what he's doing. I mean, we we what do, if you hear it? And he's like, we can hear it, but I can't really be, see it. Like and the, I'm just focused on Pamela Anderson. Is that is that still gay? Um, ah, uh, that's a little less gay. Wait, okay, okay. Let's let's take this further. Okay, you are actually seeing a girl in front of you. Okay. Like a beautiful woman, a beautiful bikini model mm-hmm. in front of you, and she's like looking at you and playing with herself, and you're jerking off. Yeah. But behind you, there's a group of men all jerking off, looking at your ass, and, and, and all of them, all of them come and squirt all over you, bukkake all, <laughs> all over your back. Is that guy? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Do, am I bukkaking on her? I'm yeah, you can bukkaking on her, but they're all bukkaking on you. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like 10 men, and they're all bukkaking on you. Do I know any of the guys? No, they're just fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's pretty gay, actually. Yeah. It's too gay. The, the, back, the back glazing. The girl doesn't actually... The girl doesn't, doesn't work there. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I don't know if I can even get hard... With the girl in front of me, knowing that I was about to get glazed by ten guys behind me, I'd be like, I don't know. I just want to get out of this room so bad. <laughs> Make it go away. Do I know it's coming or is it a surprise? <laughs> if it's a surprise, that's a big surprise. <laughs> like, oh, Mario. Like if they tell you, you know, don't turn around. It's gonna get a little weird in here. You don't really know what they're doing, so they're like strategizing. Okay, don't three, let two, the girl. one. The, girl, the girl's for you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like that. Like, if I felt them like like the, the glazing hitting me, uh-huh. that I would like instantly start crying and screaming. <laughs> you could just pretend it's something else. <laughs> it's raining in here. It's raining. I feel like it would be like 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 horror movie screams that you hear. <laughs> oh, that would that, that would uh, that would definitely uh, add to the whole thing for the guys. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, Stephanie Barnum. I didn't realize it's Muscle Mitch and uh, Stephanie is for your anniversary. Wow. So uh, that is very special. I know they've been together a long time, I think. I think they've been married for four years, but I think they've been get together longer than that, I believe. Also, Mitch told me. So, congratulations, congratulations on that. Congratulations, them. So, it's nice. They're, um, they, and they're young, too. You know, Stephanie and uh, Muscle Mitch are younger than us. Quite they are? Bit, quite oh, a bit. Wow. How old are they? I think Muscle Mitch is only like 28. Holy shit. Uh, we're going to be meeting them at the Olympia, so oh, it's exciting. Um, Rob Mance wants to know, uh, for you to tell the story of beating up the cokehead in the cantina. It's a long story. That's why we haven't told it before. Mm. Let's see. What's our time like? Let's look at the time here. We'll... I never told it? No, I don't think so. I, we planned on telling it a bunch of times. Ooh, we're an hour and 12 minutes in. You want to tell it? Or you want to... I can got, tell it. We've got about 10 more it. questions. I can tell an accelerated version of it. If you can tell it. If you can do it. You're not even the screen, right? You gotta, oh, I forgot we're still recording. Yeah, we're recording. Uh, all right. Accelerated version. Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, many years ago. I think I was 19 or 20. And uh, I was uh, illegally drinking in a place called... Uh, 
Ponchos and Gringos. I can't believe you're doing that. I know. Uh, I was uh, there with a girl that I was dating, and um, it was winding down the end of the night. It was a crazy night. Like the, it was to go to mile. Like everybody was drunk. And um, this was the Brazilian girl. Uh, Portuguese. This girl was. Oh yeah. And um, I was sitting on this bench, very drunk, tired, and um, this this guy started like yelling at one of the little Mexican guys. He was just doing his job, picking up the cans, like cleaning up. And he was like, go back to Mexico, you fucking asshole. He was like, this guy was like a big white trash piece of shit. And he was like, started grabbing the little guy and starting to try to cram him into the garbage can. Like he was trying to stuff the little guy into the garbage can. And um, the girl that I was dating was like, hey, cut it out, asshole. And he was like, fuck you. And she was like, no, fuck you. And she started running her, her mouth. And I'm like sitting there on the bench, like like looking at what's going on. The guy's like still trying to cram the, cram the little Mexican guy in the can. And she goes over and like pushes him off. And she's like, leave him alone. He's just doing his job. Leave him alone. So you know at this point this could end up bad for you. Yep. So I was like, well, I guess we're fighting. And so I uh, I get up and I walk over. The guy's like this big white trash piece of shit. And uh, he's like, what do you think you're going to do, kid? And I was like, nothing, man. I'm like, I'm just taking her away. Like, let's all just chill out, whatever. And the guy's like, you fucking know who I am? And I was like, no, should I? And then his buddy comes over who's like this short, squatty fucking, like... He looked like Taz from the WWE, like just a little squatty, thick wrestler-like looking guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Got a problem, man?" And I, I was like, "No, actually, I'm just taking my girlfriend away, guys." Like, I'm like, "Come on, leave the guy alone. It's actually their holiday. <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're like beating him up, you know? Like he's just doing his job." And uh, I'm like, "I'm just trying to take my girlfriend away, you know?" So they start like running their mouths, and then my girlfriend at the time, this girl, this, this, this she was half Portuguese, half Spanish, and she was just fiery. This girl, you know. Just fiery. Love attitude. Oh, and so she started yelling at these guys, blah, 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 going crazy. And the one guy, the short, thicker guy, he had a fucking, sorry guys, a strawberry daiquiri. And he threw it in her face. Oh, right? my God. So, so that was it. Yeah, that's like, boom. That's like, that's like, and they're off for the fight, you know? It's like <laughs> a starting signal. Right. So I'm so drunk and I throw this like whale of a haymaker at this guy. And he actually starts falling down as I'm throwing the punch out of him. And we both fall into these bushes. In front. So he didn't land the punch. Oh, nope, just we, fell into it. Yeah, we both fell down into these bushes, right? He got scared and just fell. Yeah, he like tried to dodge it, but he fell. And then I threw so much momentum behind it that I just fell on top of him. So we're in the bushes, right? And uh, we're rolling around. I'm trying to get like a, a good. Uh, you and the little guy, the the shorter, stocky guy, right? I'm trying to get get up on, on my feet, and uh, I pop up, and I was like nowhere near as big as I am now. I was like 200 pounds, you know. I mean, I was working out hard, but I was like, you know, a kid. So I, I pull the guy's shirt over his head and I start wailing this guy in the face like rapid fire. And at, at the time, I had been in a lot of fights in my life and I had always been like easily the victor and nothing was phasing this guy at all. Like in my head, I was like, why is this not working? I'm hitting him so many times and he just keeps on coming. Uh, I think the guy was really, really coked out because he had this crazy enraged look in his eye and he, he actually wasn't punching me. He just kept on trying to like grab me, but he had these little short arms. Uh, and then finally, he, he, he tackled me down and we were rolling around on the ground and the other guy came over and smashed a bottle over my head and then my, my head started bleeding all over the place and then the guy got like good positioning on me and uh, um, I didn't know what else to do because he was biting he was biting my neck and he was biting my finger so I just took my thumb and I just jabbed it into his eyeball as hard as I could it was like gross like I felt like shit behind his eye and he screamed and popped up onto his feet and then I popped up onto my feet and we started going back at it again and these two huge bouncers, their cousins, uh, Jeff and Russell Perkins, big, big, big black dudes from town, came over and grabbed me and grabbed him and pulled us away. When they pulled us away, this is the crazy part of the story. The fucking, sorry, as a guy that started it, punched out the little Mexican guy, 
right? And the then, little Mexican yeah, guy. No reason. Just punched him out. And then a girl, a little Mexican girl, punched her out too. So when he punched the girl, all these people started going at, going after him, right? Now, I had like blood pouring out of my head because head injuries bleed. I had like, I actually have a scar from where the bottle was. You can see it like it's over here somewhere. Somewhere around my ear, over here somewhere. Mm. Um, I had to uh, go to the hospital and I had to get um, a tetanus shot and stitches and shit from the bites and the bottle and everything. And uh, it was kind of cool though. The, the owner of the place was like, you come here whenever you want for free, you know, for sticking up for his guys. Um, and what's kind of funny is that uh, this guy that I fought apparently was like a legend. Like in, like in the town that I grew up in, his name was Nightmare. Oh, Nightmare. And that uh, word had gotten to my parents. They're, he was my parents' age. And my mom was like like mortified. Like they, they thought I was going to get like murdered. And they were like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? I'm like, I don't fucking know who he is, you know? And uh, so people were like, oh, PG must have got his ass beat. He fought Nightmare or whatever. And then I, I went into the gym the next day and I was like, fine. Like, And then that guy, they said his whole eye was like mangled and shit. And uh, it was... The reason that I even tell the story is because there's something really, really funny is that like, like down the road, I met this guy and he, and he was looking at me kind of funny and he like started smiling and I, I was like, what's, what's up, man? And he was like, kind of funny. He's like, but a few months back, I was at Poncho's and Gringo for Cinco de Mayo and I was having dinner with my wife and we noticed like the trees and the bushes shaking like crazy outside the window. He's like, next thing I knew... You popped out and were fighting this guy, and another guy came and, and, and hit you with a bottle. It was the best night of dinner I've ever had. <laughs> and I was laughing. I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that was me, actually. And uh, it got around town, like, real fast. That, like, PG fought Nightmare. And the guy actually wound up going to jail for, like, a very long time for, like, trying to burn someplace down and, like, robbing these people or some shit. Sounds like one hell of a guy. Yeah, yeah, good, good quality guy. There you go. Nightmare. The coquette at the cantina. No, you never told that one before. <sighs> Um, where the hell are we on this thing? Uh, oh, I, I enjoyed this comment between Omar Hartada and our female listener, Ashley Schmidt. What happened? He says, um, Ashley Schmidt, go make some food. <laughs> I, the computer is no place for a woman. <laughs> and she wrote, actually, I'm on break from school, jerk. Make your own food. Go eat her McBronze. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's that was fantastic. funny. I remember seeing that earlier. That's good shit. Um, let's see. Uh, Jeff Kaplan, come visit... Busybody Palm Beach Gardens. Jeff, that's like 30 or 45 minutes away. We got a busybody right here next to our house. <laughs> no way that's happening. Um, you better have some ladies waiting for me there. Yeah, a bunch of ladies. For I him. want them, them bathed in oil. <laughs> <laughs> What's the oils? Victor Bossier sent me some of these amazing bath bars and some of these oils. What are the oils called? Glistening. Glistening. Good body. <laughs> I was going to do it in the Spartacus voice. <laughs> <laughs> Anoint my body. Everything sounds better in the Spartacus Anoint voice. my body with your oils, <laughs> Victor Bossier. Um, glaze. Body glaze. These, these glazes called. were made from the body oils glaze. of almonds that I squeezed myself from my hands. Those fans of yours just want to glaze your back. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh uh, Dylan Miller is Chris Aceto the king of ana- analogies. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's not great, but he's good. Uh, <laughs> he Dylan, could be. He could be. Dylan Lindstad, uh, why the fuck is Super DMZ 2.0 being pulled? Apologies to Isaac. Um, you want to handle this one? Yeah. Um, you know what? It's it. Super DMZ was our uh, our flagship product, and it was the number one product at Iron Mag Labs. And um, you know, obviously, we're sad to see it go, but. Uh, rumor has it that a distributor bought all the Super DMZ that was left and uh, is planning on selling it all soon is what we, we've been uh, you know, hearing in the background. So stay tuned for that. If you do like Super DMZ, 
I, I do think that you will be able to purchase it uh, one last time for a little while until the uh, supplies run out. So I would encourage you to definitely uh, get on that if it is the truth. And uh, you will hear it here first if it is the truth. We are working on it. Yeah, so um, it, it, it is like, like, like Dylan was saying. What happened was it wasn't pulled. Somebody bought up everything. And once they got um, bought up, you know, Rob and Gina DiMaggio, the owners of Iron Mag Labs, had the choice to reorder it. And uh, reordering from the manufacturer is not like it's not like reordering from bodybuilding.com or orbitnutrition.com. You know what I mean? You want to orbit from order from Muscle Mitch at Orbit Nutrition? It's no big deal. You can you can he's got plenty. Yeah. But if you want to order um, fifteen thousand of a product or twenty five thousand of something, you have to uh, pay for the whole batch to be remade. It's like a whole process. They have to pay for a reaction. So, so much more was sold and uh, purchased than we had imagined. And the amount of time. So what happened is that they made the choice not to make another humongous repurchase because we honestly we don't know about this bill that's going through with pro hormones. So you know if you order fifteen thousand bottles and you find out you only have a few months to sell it, it could be a serious problem. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened basically. So it didn't really get pulled per se. We just ran out and then we're not going to reorder it at this point. So lots of new products are in the works at Iron Mag Labs. Uh, we got some real exciting stuff happening. Uh, I'm not going to announce anything at this point, but there will be some new products added to the list. Uh, keep going down here. We got Brian uh, Mykoff wants to know, topic game. We all played Fuck, Mary Kill before. You have a choice to fuck, Mary and kill one of them. Um, Oprah, Aretha Franklin, <laughs> or Nicole Bass. Jeez, all these, are really, these are all really bad. I want to kill very, all very hard one. Kill no, all I'll tell you what you do. Yeah. You marry Oprah. She's, of course, she's, she's a billionaire. That's easy. I easily, easily marry Oprah. Then it comes down to, do I want to fuck a big, giant, fat, old black lady? Or do I want to fuck a big, giant, muscular, masculine, looks like a man bodybuilder? Oh. You know what? Are you going Aretha Franklin? <laughs> I'm going Aretha Franklin. I might go Aretha Franklin. I'm going Aretha Franklin. She looks like she'd be a giver. Yeah. Nicole Bass. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Nicole Bass would be a taker. Yeah, Nicole Bass. You might end up getting fucked. I don't, Nicole get, Bass. I don't want to get fucked by Nicole Bass. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Next one down. Uh, are Dave and Lauren still together? Danny Police wants to know. No, they're not still together. Lauren and Dave are not still together. You're going to have to ask Dave about that. I'm not going to go into his relationship stuff, but uh, they're not still together. Uh, Nate Anderson. PJ... Nicole Aniston or Shiloh Styles before she got fat. Uh, Shiloh Styles easily for me. She's Shiloh Styles can take it like a champion. Um, Nicole Aniston's good. Nicole Aniston's good. That's a tough one, but I'm a shy. I, I will go Shiloh Styles. It's so funny that I know that you're talking about porn stars, but I, I have no idea what she's doing. Yeah, Shiloh St Styles. I don't know if she got into some drugs or something. She's letting herself go quite a bit. Um, but I would still go Shiloh Styles. Definitely. Max Cervantes wants to know about adventures and finding a good hardcore gym that fits both Aaron and PJ's needs. There's actually some everywhere, you know, there's a, quite a few down here. So uh, right now we're sticking with Busybody, which is extremely close and convenient. Very close. It's actually closer to PJ's house than mine. And I would say that I can be there. If there's no lights, I could probably be there in three and a half to four minutes if yeah. I really book it. Mm -hmm. Five minutes easy. PJ could probably be there in three and a half if he really wanted to. Um, anyway, um, going on down. What does PJ think about the Republican Party wanting to ban porn? Seriously. Uh, the GOP platform is calling for a vigorous enforcement of anti-pornography laws. Well, well, I think that's fucking ridiculous. It'll never, it's too much money is generated from it. It's a multi-billion dollar yeah. business. 
And then there's the internet now. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always going to be. You can make porn. Me and PJ can make some porns in the house here. We have. A, we can stream it. Right? I have, we yeah, can stream a lot. Yeah, we could do it on Justin TV like yep. we did with other deal. Um, we may actually start doing that actually. You know what? When we finish this, we should do a little Justin TV just to see. I'll show you what it does. Okay. So no, you guys aren't going to be able to, to watch it at this point because it'll already happen. But um, anyway, let's keep going down. Uh, now that PJ is in Florida, which cities or places would you like to visit? Here in the Sunshine State. Well, I'm going to the main place I want to visit tomorrow. Miami. Yeah. South Beach. South Beach, Miami. I'm going to Miami. Miami. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, and uh, me, you know, I want to try one more key. <laughs> I want to go all the way down to Key West, which is about a four-hour drive straight south. I want to give that a shot at some point um, when we can go scuba diving. When I know that won't be a total loss. We'll go scuba diving. Gary loves to go. We'll bring the little baby. Or we can leave the baby with her mom and we can all go. So that will be fun. Um, Keith Allen. <laughs> Keith Allen is very interested in the in the slut that got uh, that, <laughs> that got fucked by the uh, by the by the guy. of the sluts tape. <laughs> he says, "Can you get a hold of the sluts tape so we can hear the, what a horse she is?" <laughs> He's very interested. I think Keith Allen's a little freaky deaky. He wants to see this by uh, my friend's girl get fucked. <laughs> He really likes that one. I, you know what, Keith? To be honest, I wouldn't know where to look. I would have no idea where to look now. And um, I, it would be very weird for me to call my friend from high school and say, hey, remember that girl you were dating that fucked all the dudes to get back at you and that she did that video? Is there any way that you could send that to me? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that would be an interesting phone call, all right? Yeah, he'd be, he'd be like, sure, do I'll send it right to you. Do you still have that? <laughs> I'm sure you didn't throw it away. Come on, you didn't throw that away. That's too good a story to throw you away. You still have that, right? <laughs> um, all right, uh, just just McCutcheon. Um, just McCutcheon. Question, do you, still, do you actually listen to your voicemail messages? For example, I have not listened to a voicemail from my mom in years. <laughs> my mom in years. They're all the same. Hey, Jess, it's your mom calling. Call me back. As if that's any different than seeing a missed call. <laughs> Damn, I seem cold. That is cold. I think both of our moms would be devastated to know. No, my mom especially. My mom would really be not. Uh, I, I actually do listen to my mom's voicemails. Yeah, I listen to. I listen to. I, you know, I don't call her back every time because I have the typical Jewish mom who loves me very, very much. And she loves to talk. Daryl can attest to that. If yeah. you get on the phone with my mom, there's no such thing as a quick conversation. So, um... You know, I do... The truth is that anytime anybody leaves me a, a voicemail, I absolutely I do listen. listen. To it, yeah. I don't understand. A lot of people don't have a voicemail set up. You know, I'm not going to say the name of um, a former Mr. Olympia that doesn't have a, a, a mm -hmm. voicemail. But you call and it goes up, you know, like uh, this voice, this user's message, voicemail box has not been set up. That's weird. I'm like, isn't that weird? That's because very like, weird. You know, like people may want to leave a fucking message. You really don't want to talk to anybody, I guess. No, you doesn't want business. My so. mom leaves some good voicemails. I get like like a smile, maybe because it moved away. Maybe it's got more value to me yeah. when I get voicemails from my mom. Yeah, I like them. So I don't mind. Yeah, I, people have my number. I prefer you leave a message because if you don't leave a message, and I don't recognize your number, I will call. never yeah, call you no, back. No, 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 I won't no. ever answer and I'll yeah. never call you back. So, Jess McCutcheon, if you have my number you want to talk sometime, you call me, you don't leave a message, I'll never call you back. I don't ever. Do you answer any numbers if you don't recognize nope. the number? No, no. either. Because if I figure if I don't have your number on my phone, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, that's um, no, it doesn't matter. So next question, uh, Rob Holt. Um, oh, he's just saying that the Super DMZ experiment is going very well, thanks to Muscle Mitch who sent it out there to England for good, him. Good, good. I like to hear that. I like when we have success. I actually asked people ask me sometimes if I order through Muscle Mitch and I order some of these products at Orbit Nutrition. 
I'm just looking, looking at the phone. No phone. Anyway, so when he, they say, what is the chances that I'm going to get my products internationally? And it turns out I asked Muscle Mitch, what are the chances? He says he gets it to Australia and uh, Canada and all these places, no problem. Mm. And he hasn't had a problem in quite some time, at least not that he knows of. So it goes to show you. Um, I guess it makes sense. I mean, the bottle, it doesn't say there's anything illegal in the bottle. There's, you know, ingredients. They can't stop everything. Anyway. Um, Jody Boba Danielle wants to know, would you prefer a 12-inch cock or multiple Mr. Olympia titles? This is so easy. This is ridiculously easy. Multiple Mr. Olympia titles. Multiple Mr. Olympia titles. 12 inches of cock is far too much. Far too much. You got a, a solid four or five inches that's getting wasted right there. Yeah. Um, I would take a big girthy cock though, like Dave's. <laughs> How much girth can I get? Oh, like twelve inches thick, <laughs> like a stump. <laughs> they call him Coke Cam Palumbo. <laughs> call me Coke Cam Palumbo. <laughs> I uh, who was it that wrote me an email? Said uh, oh, that, that girl, some girl, yeah, some girl wrote me an email and said that she gets disgusted <laughs> or like she gets disgusted. <laughs> we, we do the Coke Cam Palumbo. There's um, nothing to be disgusted. Or about are they that. something? That, that, I can't remember what she said. Of it was. Did she say that she and he hurt her? Did he hurt her? <laughs> no. <laughs> he hurt her with the cocaine. Um, let's see. Those um, are bad dreams. Angela Hudson, what's the worst cheat meal or snack when dieting? How to defend against snack cravings? This is dangerously close to a bodybuilding question, Angela. Do you want to answer Gary that? will usually F you up if you've been dieting for a while. Yeah, if you do a bunch of ice cream, even me, which yeah. I have no... My stomach's like a cast iron <laughs> stove. It can't be hurt. But when I do... When I've been dieting religiously for like, you know... Or even not religiously, because I don't eat I don't eat any dairy when I'm dieting. When I do a whole Ben and Jerry's after dieting for a while as a cheat meal, even at the end of a cheat meal, I get a horrible diarrhea from yeah. that. Um, now I'm good to go. I could do a few Ben and Jerry's every night and be okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, I have to say, if you compare my eating habits to your eating habits, you are very healthy comparatively. Yes. Go, I, going shopping with you the other day, I uh, I was telling Pop Tart at lunch. It was like if you gave an eight-year-old free like reign to do whatever they want in the grocery store. Like that's yeah. pretty much what you got. Yeah, different ice I like, creams. I like ice cream. I like key lime, juice. key lime pie. Yeah, I've been eating that key lime sodas pie. and juices. I like juice, nachos, fruits, and cheese, yeah, cheese, nachos, nachos and cheese, yeah. TV dinners. I love a cereal. <laughs> love all the fruity pebbles, like fruity pebbles and cocoa pebbles. <laughs> cocoa pebbles. I'm just the master of the protein. Chocolate milk. Since I've been in the house, I've been the protein master. Yeah, PJ has actually upped my uh, protein from around 50 grams a day to around 150 grams a day, which from, is from grilling, all grilling, grilling. And he makes them good. I got to tell you that, that that's you're earning your keep with that. Yeah. Um, that and the dog walking. That and the dog walking. So you know, you let the dog out of the house today. That was the mailman's fault. Not he much. just ran on off. The mailman wanted to get all playful with Rustim while I was signing a package. You know. Rustim got the guy. Rustim is interesting in the fact that. You open. He loves us, and he, he loves PJ already. Yeah. And it, any chance you give him to run out of the house, he'll take it. Like you leave the door open just a, just like an inch, and walk away for just, just turn your back, and he's gonna push his way out the door and run away. And I, I don't mean like he'll run away like never come back because what he does is he's smart. He doesn't want to go away like be away from us forever. <laughs> what he wants to do is have you chase him, and then he'll get let you get real close. As soon as you get close enough that you might almost grab him, he'll run, <laughs> and then he'll wait. Wait a little while. He'll be like he'll be like fifty yards away, and he'll stare at you and just kind of sniff around and look it back at you. And you'll run towards him, and he'll wait until you get close, and then he'll run away again until he gets heated up enough because he's this big, not he's this, you know big furry dog. So out in the hundred degree heat, he can only make it about fifteen minutes, and then eventually he'll lie over, and you'll have to go get him and 
carry him back, basically. Yeah. And that almost happened today. We actually, we um, we didn't go quite that long because we were able to corner him into we got a, him. Made a, a, into a garage. garage. He made a strategic error. He went into a, uh, a neighbor's garage and we, we cornered him. And it's funny, you notice how when I walked up to him, normally I'd scream at him and yell at him. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, he immediately was like went down to like, yeah, like scared power, posture. Power. Yeah. But he, cause he knew he was doing wrong. He was doing wrong. Um, I, I ran for like 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah you, that's all you could make. My ankles both almost like get out. And I, <laughs> I felt like a pain in my heel after that. All right. Uh, it was too much. I got to say, uh, John Ventola, he's getting married in two weeks. And he's starting to sweat a little bit. Don't sweat, John. If it's the right girl, it should be no problem. Yeah. I've been married for now a long time. How many long months? Three months? Two yeah. months? Mm-hmm. No long. problem so far. So <laughs> <laughs> If I could do it, anybody could do it. Um, let's see. Uh, ta, 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 ta. How do you like to remove your body hair? Asks Anthony Ruiz. I like to shave it with a razor. Shave it, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any other real option. I guess you can near it if you can probably near it. You have little like you have, you're lucky. You have blonde, uh, you know, girly hair. I have. I'm getting my hair. I'm getting black hairs now though. It's weird. Just a few though. That's not a much. This is the hairiest I've been. You don't shave. I'm getting these weird hairs up here. No, I don't. I don't shave. You don't have. No, you're pretty hairless for somebody who doesn't. Dude, if I didn't do that, I would be gorilla man. I'd be totally. Also, Dave would look like hairless. He is hairless. He he doesn't grow any hair anywhere. No, he, no. He. What do you mean? I, I mean you with, with hair. Excuse me. Oh, he would be very hairy. I have a feeling. You saw the beardy grew for the beard yeah, growing yeah. challenge. Yeah. That's not a man who does has, his body get like that. I don't know. I think he shaves every single day. I think that he is like uh, routinely shaves. I feel like he probably has people shave him. <laughs> I don't know if he has any people to shave him right now. I think he calls uh, Jeff the producer from downstairs. To get up here, Jeff. <laughs> you gotta shake my back. <laughs> anybody who can get, anybody who can get, um, you know, I have done. Uh, I've had my mom do it back when I lived uh, at home in uh, Houston by myself. I've never had uh, any of my uh, family members shave me. You've shaved me. I have shaved you, but I've not had my family members shave me. Because you don't get that hairy, so why would you? You don't have any back hair and stuff. I get like, I'm like a fucking gorilla. No, you just let it go. Just yeah, for be, a week. Just be really hairy. I've done it before. I, when I was in rehab, um, they don't, you know, I'm going to shave myself in rehab. So I was, I got so hairy, it was unbelievable. It was disgusting. Like a Sasquatch? No, like, like you know, those like Italian dudes who are like fucking super hairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like that, where like hair would come out of the back of my shirt hairy, you know? <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, no, you got to shave that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Sean Christopher Lewis wants to know if we have any embarrassing bathroom stories. Guys asking for your number or telling you a nice dick. Or taking a dildo up your own bum so that you can fuck a girl with hers. What is that? What are you talking about there? What the hell has been going on with Sean Christopher Lewis? Taking a dildo up your own butt so that you can then fuck a girl with up hers. Like basically, she, yeah, like trading. Like yeah. the girls, like you fuck yourself in the ass with this dildo, I'll let you fuck my ass. I guess. Yeah. So, there, I guess there, that's happened to Sean. There ain't, there ain't no ass good enough to let me do that shit. Man. Uh, Come on, man. You, t- you have to talk your way in there. You, you just tell her, you know, you, you figure out a way to to work around that. Once the tears stop, you won't it won't bother you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had any weird stuff like that. I was. I can tell you one weird thing that I that I saw in a, in a bathroom driving from Houston to New Orleans or New Orleans to Houston back in the the pain pill days. Mm-hmm. I was on the way back from um, going to my my pain pill doctor. I was on the way back and I stopped at a rest stop, right? And you know, there's a lot of gay shit that goes on rest yeah. stops here. Mm-hmm. So I was in there taking a piss at one of the urinals, and one of the guys next to me was like seeing at the urinal, not pissing. I was noticing he's not pissing. I'm like, oh, this is like, <laughs> the guy's just standing here from the whole time that I'm pissing. He's in there, just standing there. It started creeping me out, and then the 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 guy, there was somebody in the obviously in the stall next to me, yeah, and he was tapping on the side. 
And so I like, you know, when I finished, I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like something weird's going on with this this stuff. So when I was leaving, I tur- happened to turn back around and saw that the guy that was pretending to piss go into the same stall that the other guy was uh, in. He was waiting. And he was waiting for me to leave. The and tap I was, like, was like the code. To come. Yeah. He was like tapping like, come on, it come like on. More, it was like, come on, come on. Morris bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> come in, come in, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> so finally when I left, I turned, just turned back around because I knew something was going on. Like, I felt like these two guys were going to mug me or something. I was getting nervous. And when I left, I was like, oh, man. That's crazy. So that's my only, that's the closest thing I got to it. You got anything better than that? No weird stuff. I mean, I've had bath, like good sex in bathrooms before. Yeah, but that's not, is that, that's not embarrassing. No, no, that's a good, good time. Those are good stories. Yep. Uh, any funny, uh, Benjamin Heron wants to know, any funny stories about you two drinking alcohol in your teens? Uh, a lot of My whole entire teens were funny alcohol stories. Yeah. Um, I got one that's interesting. Me and Ben Harrell were kids uh, together. He was my best friend when I was, we were kids. And uh, I don't think you've ever met Ben, have you? Uh-uh. Uh, uh, we don't talk as much these days. We don't talk almost at all anymore these days. But uh, he's actually having a kid of his own. He's a lawyer up there in Chicago. Uh, very, very busy. Anyway, so um, we were kids and I, we used to drink, get drunk, just like as parents supply. Mm-hmm. And for one reason or another, I, I dared Ben to take his... We're drunk as fuck. Take his bat, like aluminum bat, and hit the stone wall on the side of the house with the bat. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, you know, reared back and cracked the bat onto the onto the stone wall uh, uh, so bad that uh, it like is obviously you imagine hitting the bat into the thing. Like every one of his joints and all of his arms and shoulders were sore for days from hitting. Is it like vibrating <laughs> like that? He dropped it and like uh, it's funny. All those times that we used to get drunk at his house and do like ridiculous shit and like throw up and you know bring girls over and stuff like that. His parents would always be upstairs in their room asleep and never once woke up and came down. That's weird. Like we would scream and yell and get in fights they and must stuff. Have smoked a lot of weed. No, they were like her dad. His dad was a doctor. They were older. Maybe they were on Valium. They must have been. Maybe that's that. Maybe it. You know what? That may be it. You know, these damn kids. Let's just take some. <laughs> Let's take some drugs and go to sleep. <laughs> um, next on our list. Ugh, no, we're not going into this. Mark Joseph Dome wants to know, why was the Dexter Jackson Classic such a bad contest? We'll have to start out a show with that one day. Yeah, well, maybe next week we'll start out. Yeah, that was a bad <laughs> I don't know, it's like reliving a nightmare. I don't know if I even want to go through that. We have to go through the whole weekend. No, it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> like, the, the pictures are so bad. Like, I don't even want to look at that stuff. The whole weekend was just a nightmare. Ugh. Uh, um, if you guys ever acted upon your mo- romance, who would be the top and who would be the bottom? Well, PJ would be the bottom, that's for sure. And uh, I don't think that we really have to worry about acting upon our romance. I think that Richie Torres, that's gross, Richie Torres. <laughs> gross. Shame on you. Um, Clint Fleming, McBronsters. When do you guys eat them? <laughs> when do you eat them? And how many do you eat? I usually do two. I do two McBronsters. Uh, McBronsters is kind of like a snack in a way. It's not like a hearty meal. you got to have a few. It's a good little snack. You gotta, i got to tell you, though, but two McBronsters is like, what was that, like? 90 grams of protein. Yeah. So it's a pretty good amount of protein. Yeah. They're, um... It's too much. Yeah. How, how many... When, what time, when do you guys eat them? We eat them when we're hungry. Any time of the day. There's no bad time. McDonald's, I find, is very good, like, past midnight. Yeah. It's you usually, know, usually a very good time to get McDonald's. What I like, McDonald's... I like to have McDonald's, um... Anytime that I'm hungry, because the truth is... I haven't had McDonald's breakfast in a long time. We should strive, We never wake we should, up early enough for that. We should strive for that one of these. You never wake up early enough for that. No, I never wake up early enough. I've been waking up on the you air wake mattress up. How very you, early. Why is it that you're waking up so early? Because you're going to bed late. I can't sleep on the air mattress. You don't like it. 
I, it's when you start on it, it's fine, but in the middle of the night, you, it starts, the air comes out of it. And, and then when you Why don't you get up and turn the thing and inflate a little more air into it? I don't know. Do that lazy? A couple of nights, I went and slept on the couch a little bit. You're so lazy, you're going to be doing gay for pay better. before I know it. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, you slept on the couch. The couch is not the bad. The couch is not bad at all. I Why don't like you just it. switch to the couch? I could do that. I might do that. I can't believe you're sleeping to eight, because you're going to bed at four in the morning. I'm going to four, I'm getting up at eight every day. And then I'm just, uh, just going strong. I'm waiting, I'm going to crash one of these days. All right, we're going to do, um, we got two more. Two more. All right. Uh, what was the, Steve Miller wants to know, what was the oldest chick you've ever banged and how did it happen? How was it? I went through this period where I had like a, a single period where I was doing this thing, it was actually hilarious that I was doing this, where I, I was purposely going for like uh, MILFs uh, or like older women that I saw were like like freshly divorced um, or like going through divorce. When was this? A while ago. Uh, way before, Amber. Um, and uh, I had like three or four of them in a row. They were all really, really beautiful older women, like mid-40s. And the oldest one, I believe, was 47. And um, she, was, uh, she was, you know, married for like 20 years. And, and then we, we met in this hotel and it was hilarious because she was so nervous. And uh, I brought like wine. And I was like, oh, I'm going to loosen her up with the wine. And she was like, I've never done this before. I'm so nervous. And I was like, don't worry. I've never really done it either. So, <laughs> and, uh, you know, got her drinking a little bit. And uh, it, it was kind of funny because she was small. And, um, you know, she wound up getting pretty freaky, whatever. And um, we're done. And she was just like laying there, like holding herself. Totally kind of like, in the bathroom, like, uh, you know, cleaning up a little bit. I came out and she was, like, still, like, holding herself. Like, when I say holding herself, like, she was holding her vagina. Oh. And, uh... I think I heard of this story before. I was like, uh... I was like... I'm like, did you get your period? And she was like, no. And she was small. Let me say she was a small woman. And she was like, <clears throat> I haven't had sex in a long time. And it was like, bigger than I thought. And it was hurting. And... So I'm bleeding now. And I was like... You must have been like, yes. I was oh, like, yeah, you're like... In my head a little bit, it was. I'm not going to lie. Gotcha. She was little. A regular woman would be like, I didn't even feel it. Uh, <laughs> and it was like, she was like bleeding. And uh, I felt bad after that. And then I decided that I felt so bad. I was like, I can't do this with these older women anymore. They're just not prepared for it. They're not ready. No. So if there is any uh, older woman out there that thinks that she is ready and wants to prove my... <laughs> um... I got a good one. I got a really good one. And you know what's good? They don't. They don't want like uh, they're freshly divorced. They don't want an attachment. You know. No. Yeah. It's perfect for you. Um. So I got a good one. People wanted a Timbo story, so I have a Timbo story. Oh, okay, good. I've got a good Timbo story. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna have to bring Timbo out. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you a good story, okay? So Timbo, um, me and Timbo went to the bar, and this was after me and Amy broke up. We went out to this bar. It's like a country bar. And he's like, Let me, let's go to this country bar. Like, this is the best country bar there is. And I'm like, all right. So we went out to this country bar. And it was like, you know, there were people were doing line dancing and stuff like that. So I, as soon as I got there, it's like I was obviously not feeling it already. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be feeling that. Please. People were wearing fucking cowboy hats. I would hats. actually be put in an instant bad mood if I was yeah. that. So I, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, if you don't know, at a country bar, for whatever reason, the girls are very aggressive. Okay. Maybe, I guess it makes maybe, sense, maybe, right? Maybe yeah, now you're like, oh, country bar is all right. Uh, so we went in there, and um, Tim, uh, we went to the bar. We were having a few drinks. We were doing a few shots. And, um, and I, I was getting more and more like, uh, and then these three older women came up. And when I say older, I mean like um, 
I think that the youngest one was in her early 50s. Okay. And I'd say that the, the oldest one and the, um, the she was a pretty big, hefty girl, um, the most aggressive one was probably 62, 63, if I had to guess. Okay. Like, definitely a grandma. Yeah. Um, and um, she was buying us drinks and rubbing all over Tim and kind of touching me a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. She'd be like, like this. And I'd be like, okay, all right, all right there, grandma. And I'd be like, I'm like no, no, okay. But Tim was like, Tim doesn't care. I was like, all right, you can touch me as it, long you as... You can feel me all you want. Yeah, you can feel me all you want as you keep buying me drinks. I work hard. Buy my bottle of drinks. I work hard. You want to see my abs? You want to feel my abs? Give me, give me some more drinks. Give me give me five vodkas if you want to feel my abs. But so he's getting steadily and steadily more drunk because they're buying him drinks and buying him drinks. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Tim, come on, let's go. And he's like, no, nah, I'm having a good time. I'm like, you're having a good time? I was like, come on, let's get out of here. And he's like, no, no, I'm having a good time. He's like, look at these ladies. They're all over me. It's like, they love me. I'm like, Tim, they're fucking old disgusting women <laughs> and he's like I'm having a good time I'm like alright well look there are other girls Aaron, in here I'm having a good time Aaron, please leave me alone I'm having a good time and I'm like Tim there are other girls in here can we at least go over there away from these women he's like no nah, I'm gonna be here I'm like that's it it's like fuck it I was like you know what Tim I- I'm jetting I'm leaving I was like let's go he's like I'm not going he's like I'm not going I'm staying with these women and I was like what and he like goes over and he's like he comes back and he's like listen they're going to give me a ride home. <laughs> like, they're going to give you a ride home? He's like, Tim, don't do that. He's like, well, I'm, I'm having fun. I'm just going to stay here with them. They're going to give me a ride back to the house. And I'm like, because we lived in the, we were sharing. He was my roommate at the time. And I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, look, I'm, you're a grown man. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So I got in the car and I drove home, right? And I was up on the computer for a while. And so I went to bed at like five in the morning. And I looked up in Tim's room. Tim's not there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because the bar closed at two. Right? Mm-hmm. So the next day, around 11.30, Tim comes home. He gets dropped off. And I'm like, I'm like, what What the fuck did you do all night? He's like, well, it's like, I, don't, I feel a little weird about it now. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, I, feel, I feel a little strange. He's like, I don't know if I want to talk about it. I'm like, what did you do? He's like, I'm like well, I fucked one of them. And I'm like, no. No, you did not fuck one of them. He's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I did. I did. I fucked her. And I was like, tell me it wasn't the huge old one. He's like, yeah, it was her. <laughs> and I was like, the fucking old grandma, the disgusting grandma. She's like, yes, yes, I did. And he's like, I, I really regret it. I'm not sure I want to talk about it. And I was like, Tim, I was like, Tim, how the fuck did that happen? Like, well, she kept buying me drinks and buying me drinks and telling me how attractive I was, so beautiful and handsome. And she said, come back to her hotel. And I went back to the hotel and. She was very aggressive, and, and 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 one thing led to another, and before you knew it, I was fucking her. And I'm like, oh my god! I was like, is she horrible? He's like, yes, yeah, she is very disgusting. <laughs> I was like, it's like she's very disgusting. He's like, he's like yes. She's like yes. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then I was like, I was like, oh my god! And I just sat there for a minute, looked at him. I'm imagining this woman. I mean, this woman is not, like not an attractive sixty or something year old woman, like not at all attractive. At least 250 pounds. And like you know, gray short hair, you know, like like grandma haircut, wearing, oh wearing a cowboy hat, and cowboy oh boots, God, and uh, and so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Tim, so what the fuck? And so I'm like like staring at him, and his phone is ringing, and his phone is ringing, and I'm like, are you gonna answer the fucking phone? He's like, that's her. And I was like, I was like, what's she calling you for? He's like, she wants to bring me to the Bahamas. And I was like, bring me to the Bahamas. He's like, yeah, she wants me to come today to the Bahamas. I'm like, are you going to the Bahamas? And she, he's like, no, no. And, and so he kind of sits there for a while, and I was like playing on the computer, and I look back at him, 
And he's like, he's like, I feel like this is going to haunt me for a long time. <laughs> I feel like it's going to haunt me for a long time, Aaron. And I'm like, yep, yep, I think it is. And you can still mention it to him today, and he'll be like, he'll get like sad, and he'll like look down. Like, he, like he'll start remembering, you can see his mind working, and he's like replaying one of the sex scenes. He'll be like, <laughs> he gets all sad. That's terrible. So that's my uh, that's my sex with an older woman story. My I, I I had sex with a few years older, like maybe uh, I guess somebody would now be about forty, but uh, I got nothing like. I did a lot of like forty ish age. Group. I have a feeling that those women are much more attractive. Than what we're talking about here for Timbo, yeah, that's some good ones. Yeah, um, Jason Little, uh, what's your opinion? On friends and family who constantly ask to borrow money. Do you have any stories? You got anything on that? Uh, if my mom needed money, I would gladly help my mom out. My That's sisters true. can go kick rocks. And, uh, I don't know. Nobody really asks. Like, I don't know. Nobody really asks to, to borrow money. You? No. Um, this is my philosophy. I don't remember. I don't know who told me this. It's a smart thing. If a family or friend asks you to borrow money, what you should do... For, for anybody out there listening, so you think to yourself, can you, are you okay with giving them this money? Yeah. And so if, if a relative asks me, um, can I, can I borrow $200? I'll think to myself, can they have $200? Cause I don't want to borrow lend it to them. Cause then you get to the position where you might need the money back. Yeah. You have to say, Hey, where's my money? And that can become a problem. So if I think to myself, yes, then I will just give it to them. I'll say, no, I don't want it back. This is $200. For you, do what you need to do with this and take it. And I don't want it back because it gives a lot less pressure. Uh, so I would never lend. Like if if uh, PJ says, "Hey Aaron, I need to borrow ten thousand dollars," unless it was like life or death, <laughs> I would be like, "No," because giving him ten thousand dollars, as much as I trust you, mm-hmm. I would never want to put that strain on a relationship where I have like, let's say, imagine Darielle's like, "Where's PJ? Ten thousand dollars? Where's the money? Where's the money?" You know what I mean? Yeah, because that that's what will happen. Unless I don't. I don't like to ask. People to money no, anyway, I would. So that's not my style. No. I didn't even like asking like my grandpa for five bucks for gas when I was a kid. Yeah, it's tough. Even when I was a when I was doing drugs like hard drugs, heroin and stuff like that, you can ask my parents. I never really asked for money. Yeah. Um, I would hustle and make it happen because I was um not that I wouldn't take their money because if they gave gave me money for anything, I would go spend it on drugs. But I wouldn't like try to borrow money from people like they. I have a lot of relatives that have a lot of money, and I'm sure that if I were a wanted to try to get money from my relatives, I could have called one of my rich relatives and be like, hey, you know, I'm really sick or I really this or that or whatever and, and I've got money and it's just not comfortable for me. But a lot of people don't have that problem. So my philosophy is just if you can't give it to them, then don't yeah. let them borrow it. What's my philosophy? If I were to ask somebody to borrow money, I would know that I would have it to give it back, you know? Yeah, you got to really be sure. The only way I would ask to borrow money is if it was a business deal. Yeah. It's just so totally so. different. Totally different. And an investor is somebody, they, they understand that there's a level of risk yes. because you're you know, you have it all written down. There's a contract. They own a percentage of the business or whatever it may work out to be. That's different. Uh, anyway, PJ, that is the end of, uh, I almost said off-topic radio. That is the end. That is the end of Carl and our pop yeah, background. Yeah, a little bit. No, he wants to get you on the show. Yeah. We're going to work out a deal with that, though. Um, so that's it for Iron Empire Radio. This is uh, Saturday, 2, 10 in the morning. Hopefully we'll have this up for you soon. And uh, that's it. All right. Good night. Good night.